Listening to Say It in Common with the Commoners of D and I'm AJ Cannon, Tyrell Merle, Anthony Tate. Yeah, no Seth. This is the first time ever mm. that Seth's not been on Say It in Common, but that's okay. And I did announce to the people something. Good. Oh, oh, I saw hold that on. commercial. Hold on. You can keep talking. But. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, I saw your I saw your ad on the Facebooks. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, for any of y'all that didn't uh, see that or uh, listen to my little announcement on the podcast channel, uh, we did a it's just tragic. But Seth and Cynthia have COVID. Also, Kyle and his wife have COVID. Are, so. uh, they're exposed. They, yeah, been exposed. at least exposed. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, or I was really hoping Kyle was going to be here. I was yeah. like, it's going to be fire if Kyle's here. Oh man, I know. So anyway, we're not uh, going to be playing D and D for a few weeks. Probably well, till after for Christmas. For the rest of the month. Yeah. yeah. Till after Christmas. So, you know, we'll be doing some other stuff. We'll get mm-hmm. those fifth edition face offs out there. Plus, uh, also, Tiger Skull RPG. This show, as yeah. always, is brought to you by Tiger Skull RPG. Why don't you tell us about it, Anthony? Well, listen, AJ, if you go to tigerskullrpg.com, yeah. of course, you can view the full array of their products. Um, and if you go to buy something on Tiger Skull RPG, I don't know if you know about this, Tyrell, but you type in the the code, all caps, by the way, COMMONERS15, it can get you 15% off on all STL files, which that basically that means any printables. Right. Anything that you print off, your miniatures. I mean, that's a heck of a deal. And the thing is, you could also become a patron to our friends at Tiger Skull RPG. Um, you can get exclusives. You can get early access to some of their products. Uh, I mean, it's it's just it's just a quality quality product. It really is. You know, it's it's I, dare I say the best the best merch in D anD. I'd say it. I mean, I, I think so. I mean, if we're mm-hmm. talking about as far as like you know a subscription plan for as it goes monthly I mean, encounters, they're they're the bomb. Complete with. 5e stats, digital illustrations, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. backstories, yeah, loot drops. It's the best you're gonna find in the game. Why not? You know, why why don't you give it a shot? Why would you not? A dollar a month, even. Yeah, get started for a dollar a month. Yeah, scratch together all those pennies that fell in your couch. Give them, give them, give them as many pennies in your couch as you can find. See what that'll get you. Guaranteed, it'll buy you a quality product. Very good. Also, check them out at Instagram at Tiger Skull RPG. Check us out on Instagram as well at the Commoners Official. Uh, send us a DM. We'd love to chat with you. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, okay, so jumping in, we're going to do uh, Keeping It Common. First of all, I want to ask Tyrell a question, though. Okay. Anthony obviously doesn't play on the Tiger Skull game. Okay. But, okay, the next episode, which. We, I mean, we haven't done yet. We're going to expound on this more, but I just want to ask, what the heck were y'all doing? We were trying to get out of there. I think, I think we were all trying to get out of there as peaceably as possible. It sure didn't look like it. Well, we it ended up being a a huge escapade of just 
don't know. It just it went horribly awry, I guess, in comparison to what we were trying to do. I was like, okay, they're just going to go in here. They're going to ask a few questions, and people, it's it's not going to be what they think quite. And then they're going to go, okay, we got to do something else, and they're going to leave. No, we're going to go straight to the president's office, and we're going to start cutting people up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, they went into the, one of the most secure places in this world that we're playing in, and went straight to the CEO of this large bank. And started threatening him with accusations and had no evidence of anything. If I was in on this game, that would have never happened. I know. I would have talked my way through that. You were going to be the face. I know. You, you're going to play the bar. Tell me, was this no, after you were thinking Morlock? Well, no, I was. I was. I was getting towards Bard. I mean, it was just. It would have been so have, good. College they of Eloquence. Huh? That's a college of eloquence. I mean, sure, whatever <laughs> that is. Okay. <laughs> I, you and your unearthed it's like arcana. Speechcraft. It's a, it's a speechcraft bard. I got you. So, um, uh, tell me, was this before or after Tyrell cut his hair? It was. It would have been before. Well, that we did the the podcast. No, that, right that after. I think it was after. Right, yeah, that's why Tyrell's hair got chopped off. <laughs> what? And he and every everything changed. Everything changed. Oh, Tyrell God. is an edge lord now. I don't. Well, Seth always wants to blame me for like they're being me being too specific about what I want, like what I'm wanting them to do. Mm. Wasn't that at all? Because I didn't go in with a plan, Mm -hmm. but I thought I did not plan for anybody in that bank to know this deeper story that was going on. And there were very few people that were involved, and they weren't really going to be able to talk to any of them. And I thought when they're talking to people and nobody knows what they're talking about, mm-hmm. nobody knows what they're about what they're asking them, mm-hmm. that it's going to like, okay, we got to regroup. No, it didn't happen. They just upped the ante. They started interrogating? Yeah, and accusing. Well, Tyrell threw a fit. Well, his character threw a fit um, <laughs> and asked for the manager. <laughs> he went full Karen. He did? Wrong haircut style, Tyrell. <laughs> He went full game and said, "I want to see the manager." <laughs> so wait, is this like a is this like a criminal operation that they're investigating? Or yeah, the, there's there's these counterfeit coins that have been circulating around the island, and uh, the governor sent one of his investigators to work with it. They just work for a company, right? Like I was telling you in the beginning, um, they all work for the company, but they're these specialists. Well, they're they've been getting a lot done for the the owner of the company they work for. And the governor knows that he's got some powerful people working for him. So he sends his investigator down to say, hey, can y'all help me solve this case? Because they found these counterfeit coins to begin with. Yeah. And it started the whole thing. Well, it turns out this this investigator's been on the case the whole time. And now he finds out that they know something about it. So they're going to you know, pool the resources. The governor and Lord Marquis are going to put these things together. Yeah. And – they just like, no, we'll handle it ourselves and leave the investigator guy there and take off into this bank. I was all for him joining us, <laughs> just for the record. I think I think what where we where we jumped off was that I made it seem like the only options were y'all either talking to people or like infilt- like sneaking in in a barrel. Yeah. Here's what I that wasn't that wouldn't have been a great option either, but it probably would have been better what y'all did. I just thought y'all were gonna look around and get. I was gonna give you some information and y'all didn't look for. <laughs> From my past experience with Seth, if you if you try to put any kind of like if you try to put him in any kind of railroad situation, not that I was trying to, but sometimes it happened that way just because first time DM stuff, yeah, you know, he will wiggle out of it as quick as you 
as as quick as you can think. Yeah, and it wasn't right. even. It, I was gonna let them do whatever they wanted because I just thought they were gonna be like, okay, let's go talk to some people, let's ask around. Y'all didn't even ask the investigator dude what he really what he knew. He kind of gave you what he knew. You didn't ask him for any kind of resources that he had. Hey, is there somebody that you know? You know anything like that? No kind of connections. Y'all didn't look for a better way into the bank. You walked through the front door with the counterfeit coins. <laughs> well, we were trying to get. <laughs> we were trying to get to the bottom of it as quickly as possible. I think. Yeah, so. you were. No one at the bottom, at the face of a criminal organization, is going to know anything. That's they did. They think it's legit. Yeah. Well, the I mean, inside, whether or not it's criminal, or inside not. that bank, there was about three people that knew what was going on. And they located two of them pretty quick, but it was after they had already made a scene. I mean, it was going to be bad. Mm-hmm. It was just going to be bad. It would have been cool to have, like, you know, the opening scene of The Dark Knight. You know, when you're, you know, it shows in this bank, and then they start robbing it, and, like, the, the manager or president or whatever comes out with the shotgun, he goes, Do you have any idea whose money you're stealing? Do you have any idea? <laughs> is that when the when the Joker and all those yeah. guys are in there? Yeah, uh-huh. that is a great scene. Yeah, I mean, you could have you could have played it out like that. Yeah, I could have. Do you have any idea whose men you're interrogating here? Ah, that that's basically what happened. Except yeah. the guy wasn't he didn't have you know a New York accent. He could have. <laughs> he could have. I can't do it though, like you do. Mm. So Ty, anyway, it was it was a good try. I'm just wondering what you think y'all are going to do now. So, Anthony, what happened was they started a fight in the office with the president, his right-hand man, and a couple guards. Um, they locked the door. The guards couldn't get in to come help. They end up busting out, run out of the bank, run into the streets, dip down into a sewer. That was where the episode ended. Go ahead, Tyrell. I was just going to say, just for the record, to everybody listening out there, my mistake on mending on that cantrip was that I thought it was an instantaneous thing. It is actually a full minute of casting. So Okay, it's okay, because it probably wouldn't have... I mean, I was really trying to... I would have... I mean, I would have definitely killed y'all in there if y'all hadn't got out. So I was trying to give you the option. You made a, He made a really good play. He put an arcane lock on the door. Hmm. And, I mean, I would think that inside the super secure bank, all the doors are probably pretty strong. So they were trying to break into it, and they couldn't. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like the time that they cracked it, I was casting mending on it. And I looked at mending. I was like, okay, it says instantaneous, but that's the duration, not the casting time. Mm. Plus, I was rolling to see if they could break the door and they were rolling bad. I mean, I would assume it was pretty high DC and they were rolling like single digits. I was like, Mm. well, they've got it. They can be in here as long as they want. But they busted out holding the uh, president and his assistant in, in hostage situation you know walking out at gunpoint that kind of thing and they uh, turned into the bad guys they did very fast i mean my character is kind of a pretty obvious looking thing this is this is miami vice (laughs) that's what this is but they got into a sewer so i'm just wondering tyrell what's the next play what do you think i know what i'm thinking so even if y'all don't have anything i'm gonna be able to help (laughs) y'all but go ahead i I honestly don't know. I mean, we're trying to get it back, get him back to uh, Lord Marquis, I guess. Yeah. So for interrogation and whatnot, uh, just like we did the other guy, the um, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Hector. Hector. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's going to be our goal. But as far as getting out of this town without being uh, arrested or spotted by whoever's in this place, I don't think it's going to be an easy, easy thing to do. Yeah. 
You've made a mistake. Mm. It's okay. We'll see. Anyway, okay. What I so what I want to do about the, our actual campaign, the commoners game, is first of all, I wanted to ask each of you. Like, <clears throat> we'll start with Tyrell. Okay, think all the way back to session zero, episode one. What is different about Thren now? Nineteen episodes later, eight or eighteen? Yeah, nineteen episodes later. What what has changed about his his mind? Not just like abilities, like no. his mindset about the world. His, I mean, just his him as a person. What's changed? Um. Hmm. Well, I mean. I don't really know. Like, as far as like, is he is he developing any kind of flaws or, you know, ideals? Um, I think when you know at first, especially whenever he saw that uh, Solaris wasn't there to, you know, guard the uh, the town or our right. hometown, like he. My first thought was like, "Wow, he's he's deserted us, you know." Like, yeah, this this guy who trained him, he was like his like mentor, you know, like throughout his entire younger life or whatever, you know, has has uh, literally deserted him and the town and just left everybody to die. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I guess trusting people now for him yeah. is kind of a little harder to do, you know. Yeah. I suppose. And I guess it was a bit of a relief to know that he was trying to help at least yeah, get people and, out. Yeah. Um, what What about skill wise? What What's he What's he focused on? I think learning as much magic as possible for him is like the biggest thing. Yeah. You know? I mean, he's always, if you notice, like constantly, I'm trying to figure out like new ways of getting new spells and stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. And role playing it in, I like that too. You know. That's cool. I've tried to add. That's the reason I asked Seth. I think it was like either a session before last or last session about like that book on like uh, uh, physics and stuff like that. <laughs> you guys were making fun of me for it, but that, the reason I did that is because I wanted to work uh, some of the spells from Matt Mercer's book in there because they're all focused on like singularities and uh, stuff like that. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. All right, Anthony. Same question to you. How has how has Buck's worldview changed, or just anything about him, really? You know, in, in all honesty, uh, I mean, I just just now heard you ask this question. Okay, I hadn't thought about this. Yeah, before, I, this was not. But I mean, the first thing that popped into my mind is like his his whole faith. You know, his faith in people, his faith faith in in the the gods. I mean, it's it's. N- it's not that he's faithless, but his faith is really being challenged. Right. You know, so like, I'm, of course, he lived in a small town and he was just like, you know, he trusted everybody. And I mean, much the same way that Thryn is dealing with trusting people, you know, it's it's hard. Whenever I'm role-playing rope, rope as Buck, it's hard for me to believe everything that someone is saying. Right. Yeah. You know, because it's just like, what position I- am I in right now? I'm, right. And then, and then also, like, I mean, before it was, you know, every morning Buck would get up and pray. Now he's just being bombarded with thing after thing after thing. So it's just like, yeah, prayer is important, but like, you know, 
it's not a it's not like a ritual that he does every morning anymore. So you were praying before you had a god. That was part of your yeah. Character. It was just like you know, Buck Buck. Oh, yeah, believes, I remember that in like your intro. Yeah, your Buck Buck believed that they were out there. They could hear him. That it was just like it was just like a you know they're there, but they're you know not really they're not doing much. Yeah. And okay. they don't. They don't have to because they're gods, you know. So maybe your faith in people has decreased, and your faith in gods has increased because you do have one talking to you directly. Well, that's the thing. The faith in the god has increased, but it's almost like this whole okay. Now that she's talking to me, I don't have to talk to her as much. Yeah, you know. So it's just like the faith is there, but the practice isn't. Right. Okay. You know where that needs to change for Buck, and he knows it. You know, he knows he needs to be a little more faithful. He needs to be, he needs to start following these tenets of his faith. Yeah. You know, being, being a light, being love, being trustworthy, being trusting, you know, giving people a chance. And, you know, after going through several of these battles and, 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 you know, trying to kill people, going through the academy and, and trying to come out on top. I mean, it's, it's just like PTSD buck, you know, it's just yeah. like, okay. <laughs> How am I going to kill this guy? Yeah, you know, I'd say I'd say for Quincy, yeah, I, and it's funny because I mean I knew it would all come up that we all kind of had the same thing, but just like trust, like mm-hmm. I feel like we went from being in a world where we were like kind of sheltered, like okay, Hollyhead's like all we know, everything mm-hmm. we need is here, mm-hmm. kind of like living in Drasco. Like I mean, you could pretty much stay here yeah. and not know what was going on in the outside world if you didn't want to, mm-hmm. and. We're living in our bubble, and all of a sudden, these dudes come in from the outside that Quincy, like, was, like, fired up to see them, because he's, like, you know, he's reading books about heroes and and singing songs about heroes. Oh, here come some guys that are, like, these are the guys, Mm -hmm. and then they ruin our lives Mm -hmm. (laughs) in a matter of a day, Mm -hmm. and, I mean... When your whole life turns upside down like that, well, okay, everything that I knew is now gone, mm-hmm. and I can see that people aren't trustworthy. Even people are supposed to be noble heroes, and now we're going to go, you know, to to Derry or go. We go to Juniper Grove, and we see people, you know, Millicent. We thought we were afraid to trust I, her. I was going to bring her up here a second because yeah, we're, we're talking about trusting people. Yeah, None of us trusted Millicent, right? And None. Seth. As a DM, does not give us any reason to trust anybody. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we should trust Dalinar as AJ. I feel like Quincy trusts him, mm-hmm. but I don't know why he would either. Well, the it, thing is, I trust like, uh, like Quincy trusts his friends, and that's the, a, a not even. And Oren. I think that's what's that's what's <laughs> coming to it is 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 our characters equally don't uh, we trust that we don't trust what's yeah. going on, but we trust each other. Right, we're you learning know? that the. The only thing we can really trust is each other, right? The power of friendship. So, I mean, but that's the thing. You 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 stressed an important point there. I Buck doesn't know if he can trust Dalinar either, but there's been no reason technically to not trust him. Yeah, and in fact, I mean, to give uh oh, what's Foghorn Leghorn's name? Uh, Jike. Jike. <laughs> to give to give Duke Jike a chance. I mean, hey. That's that's an exciting prospect for somebody who's supposed to be spreading positivity into the world. It's like, oh wow, even the most irredeemable is is being redeemed right now. Yeah. But it's just like they're in on it together. Yeah. Anthony's saying that. Anthony's like, oh, they're gonna flip the tables on us. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. I don't know. I, I think Seth's trying to sprinkle in people that are supposed to help us, but He's given us so many people to be afraid of. Mm-hmm. It's like, 
I'm definitely wondering about this uh, Gorma character now. Yeah. So that, that's uh, yeah, that's going to be a whole. And also the third one that we don't know who is. Or yeah, don't even know who that is. Sissy is that, is that Sissy is what? Yeah, uh, what she called her. Yeah, I don't know what to make of that. That was I was not ready for that. Great episode. So we we have mm-hmm. a we have a coven of hags. Yeah. yeah. Here. That's great. Which could be very powerful. Yeah. Together, yeah, together. And technically but that was what we said. It's like we were saying they're their own they're on their own side. Mm-hmm. So it's not like we want to be with them, but we definitely don't want to be against them. Mm-hmm. But they've got their own set of ideals. We don't know what they're trying to right. do. So and Millicent told us to stay away from them. This will be like a, a Dragon Age game or a, or a, a like Fallout, where you go and gather up different factions, even though you don't might not agree with the particular factions, you know, ideals or mm-hmm. their political side or whatever. But you still use them because they're going along with the same exactly. Line I mean, that's the that. thing. the The stage is set here for when the government is overthrown. There's going to be several factions. Like the the Hags are going to have their their own like sphere of influence yeah. off in the woods somewhere where they can't be bothered, you know? Yeah. And, and it's going to be like a politically protected area. Right. Like if you go here, you will die by government ordinance, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of what it looks like. He's, he's doing some very particularly interesting world building. Yes. Yeah. I, I agree completely. With, uh, Gorma summoning demons and apparently she can summon many, many of them a lot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm wondering what that's going to evolve into. And apparently Millicent can do it too, or at least they're at her command. I don't know if she summoned them. Yeah. She's a green hag. I don't know. She's a green one? She's a green one. And Gorma would be a what? I don't know. I don't know what. I thought she was a night hag, but that's not what she is. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, Okay, so. We might have talked about that. I know we didn't talk about it on a podcast, but we might have talked it, about it just with each other. Like, what... The, okay, in Juniper Grove, there's this undead uprising from the mm-hmm. grave. Thing. It was... Were one of the hags... Is that Gorma yeah. doing that? Mm-hmm. She was doing that, not the demons. No, 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 no. She summoned the demon. The demon uh, raised the dead. Yeah. In order to get Millicent's attention. Yeah. In order to get her to say, hey, listen... I don't care what kind of thing you got going on here. <laughs> you don't come with us. We're going to get rid of yeah. all of it. Okay, that was what, yeah. And that's why I don't trust Millicent. Like, she could have left and spared a lot of people's lives. Yeah. And I don't know that she's necessarily, like, I'm not saying she's bad because she didn't, but because mm-hmm. she was trying to help Indifferent, stuff. maybe. But, yeah, at the same time, it's just like, you know, because of, the situation you're in, you come in here and endanger all these people and then you don't leave and but take responsibility she, for it. But she was, she was the reason a lot of them lived too. That is Because of that poultice stuff. Yeah, you know, she was true. the healer. What if Gorma is a Baba Yaga type figure? I don't know what that is. Baba Yaga is a Russian folk story uh, about a witch. She lived out in the woods in a cabin that had chicken legs. <laughs> the cabin had chicken legs? Yeah. Okay, well, tell you one thing. Uh, Tasha is actually Baba Yaga's daughter, apparently, it turns out. Hmm. And uh, this is from Tasha's Cauldron of Everything, yeah. the new D&D book that we have, uh, we've been looking over for the past few minutes. Yeah. yeah. It's not a plug, but no. Tyrell bought it. Yeah. We're looking at it. Anyway, anyway go ahead, Ty. Anyway, but in, in like D&D lore, she's actually in there, too. Also in uh, 
I think in uh, Cobble Press's stuff too. She's in there. and th- this is the same Tasha as Tasha's hideous laughter, yep. right? Okay. She's also got a couple of new spells in there too. So she's Baba Yaga's daughter, apparently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Baba Yaga has a ch- cabin with chicken legs. Yeah. yeah, but she's a very, very powerful witch, though. I mean, very old folklore. Yeah. About Baba Yaga. So D and D is merging folklore with oh of course yeah. again they've been doing that since okay. the beginning yeah, yeah. yeah but a lot of the creatures like Ettercap, uh the Ettercap is like a sp- humanoidish spider type thing uh it's like a i think an old english word for poison like edder is oh Ettercap. i mean they 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 every creature in the D lore is based on some some manner of folklore right the yeah. the Baylor is actually uh <laughs> taken from lord of the rings actually from the balrog yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. oh really it's yeah. the same yeah basically mm-hmm. yeah so, they just pull from all over and oh yeah absolutely it together. it's pretty cool. actually i think tolkien and uh gary gagax had uh, not not tolkien directly but like the tolkien estate and gary gagax had a uh huge Disagreement going on there for a while back, like in the eighties, I think. I'm sure because so. they were stealing each other's stuff. Well, or, Tolkien never. Yeah, Tolkien stuff D, has been D, long. D was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gary Gygax was. I mean, like for instance, they can't use the word Hobbit in there. They have to use Halfling. Uh, orc is a thing that's been around forever, so I mean, you can't really do anything about that. Goblin the same. Yeah, goblin, goblin is same. from folklore. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but but Hobbit is they actually used that at one point back in the day, and then they got in trouble for it's it. Specifically, the, Lord of the Rings yeah. Hobbit is okay. so they use halfling and stuff. Yep. Shire folk. Yeah. Okay. Another another question. Mm. Thought of this one while we was talking. Favorite episode so far, Tyrell. I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh, I don't know what my favorite episode would be. I like them all. They're all mine so far. Something um, stands out. I'll tell you the most, the most, I don't know if it'd be my favorite, but it was definitely the one that had the biggest impact on me was when I watched everything get destroyed that we lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that definitely wasn't my favorite episode. No, that was, that was the opposite of my favorite. That's what I said. I said, I don't know if it'd be my favorite, but it's the one that definitely had the biggest impact on me. That one in on episode me. one. Those were the, uh, I, my favorite 100% without a doubt is the prison break episode. Hmm. 100 yeah, percent. Cool. Yeah. everything turned around and like i i can't remember if we were rolling really well that night but it seemed like we were everything just worked out perfect yeah. we we were poised to just absolutely take over everything and then it was like okay we're gonna have to go up against gillard you know and then like he turns you know he turns coat and it's like oh whoa <laughs> <laughs> wow i was you know? sure hoping he was gonna be good I, I know how he could be though. Nobody wanted. I wanted to turn him. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to kill Dustin. That would have been terrible. But for me, I like I like in between episodes so much. Like mm-hmm. when story development doesn't happen. I mean, those are great. Mm-hmm. But like one that always sticks out in my mind is one of my favorite ones is uh, was the the circus one where we got the where we got uh, Twanel's bears back. Mm-hmm. Because Cynthia played and it was hilarious. We laughed so much. Oh, everything God. and everything went well. We wow. did good mm-hmm. and like you decapitated like six people. Yeah, and that, that was a funny one. Oh, that was fun. Um, in self defense. In self. Yeah. In self defense. <laughs> Let's walk up into this person's house. <laughs> yeah. But no, I get it. Um, no. The uh, 
the Wendigo episode was fun, or leading yeah. up to that anyway, because we were selling books and playing songs. That one was yeah, great. that was that was really All, fun. The for whole character theory. development. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily story development, but character development. Yeah. It and, kind of reminded me. I don't know if you guys have watched Avatar: The Last Airbender, but um, there's this episode, and it is like. It is a fan favorite. If it's not critically acclaimed, it is a fan favorite. It's called Tales from Bossing Say. And you it goes through these three separate stories of these uh, of characters that are involved. And it's just like it develops the character but it doesn't further the plot and it's some of the most beautiful storytelling. <laughs> and it, it just like that that scene, you know, or you know when we were selling books and stuff. Yeah. That's what that reminded me of is Tales from Bossing Say. Yeah. That was a great great episode. Mm-hmm. All the whole dairy section was fun until until the dudes showed up and we had to fight and that it was pretty dark. Yeah, you got to remove like a large portion of his hair and uh, yeah. oh man, scrape his face that up pretty good. It, that was when it all went. That down. was a satisfying yeah one though for sure. Who scratched his face? You. Yeah. Well, no, I, I, I tore his him, hair. I pushed him down the ground. Right, yeah. and I just like cut his hair. Yeah. Well, you scraped it where you kind of cut his face a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, I guess so. Raked a little hide off. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought I thought somebody said they came up and just cut his face a little. That may have been Oren, actually. I thought he was shooting. Was yeah, he? he was shooting. He will. He was shooting at the rogue. Oh, might have been. That wasn't fun me. fact. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I think that rogue has something to do with me, Quincy. Mm. I don't know why I have that feeling. This is all speculation, of course. It's all complete speculation, but I haven't been wrong about anything yet. <laughs> I've got some other speculations too that I haven't revealed. I know. It we went, talked about this last time uh, I was on Satan Con. When I I mean, I listen to I mean, I've heard these episodes so much. Yeah. And there's things that I pick up, I'm like, oh, I didn't even notice that the first time. Like Seth kind of dropping a little, uh, you know, something. But halfling just like you. Well, yeah, something. first of all, she's a halfling. There there was something else and then the uh when they fled away from the fight, mm-hmm. Seth sp- specifically mentioned that she like made eye contact with me mm. for a second before they like ran out the gate. I remember him saying that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe long lost sister, mom. I don't know. Got mm. got to be some cousin. Cousin. I don't know. It's gonna be. Mm. We we haven't really gotten into Quincy's story yet. Mm-mm. Of course, we're not really in anybody's story specifically. Not necessarily. I no, mean, it's been coming in. Bits, I guess, yeah. at the time. Yeah, it's it's kind of a little just character our story. development for um for uh Rask. No, not oh well, Rask, of course. But before yeah. that, yeah, we did have some Urist. Urist. Yeah. Why can't I? We had Urist because Urist. we were we were in his town and the stuff about his mom and stuff. Yeah. And that just kind of went away. And then we're in Rask's hometown right now, and now he's getting to get his big tattoos and stuff. So that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. And then Buck is. Constantly talking to this god, yeah. like that's his thing. But yeah, the rest of us just kind of—it's our story for now. Mm-hmm. Nothing specific for me yet, or Thrin really. I mean, you're you're sprinkled in because Solaris is here now. Plus, you got to have your conversation with Duke Jake. So no. mm-hmm. that was—I figure we'll go to the Deadlands at some point. Yeah, we'll end up there, and. He's going to be, that's when his story is going to be developed. Probably. And then we'll go to, um, where did you oh, The come? Veiled Coast. Yeah, the Veiled Coast. And that's where you'll kind of get development. Yeah, I'll know some people there and stuff. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. Yeah. Oh, Seth's got his work cut out for him. Oh, man. <coughs> he can handle it. I'm excited. It. Yeah. It's going to be fun when we get to play in two months. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am super excited. In 2021. Because yeah. of the errata 
for my class, my subclass. The what? The erotic for my subclass. Not, no. It's called. I'm giving Tyrell a low brow if you guys don't. What? Hmm. Errata. Yeah, they're all, yeah. <laughs> Are you trying to? That sounds X-rated. No, <laughs> no, it's not. That's HBO Light. Okay. Night. So, you know how the uh, these Blade Singer, how they have extra attack at sixth level. Sure, okay, I've, I've told you all about that. Yeah, sure. The new version of that allows you to actually cast a cantrip with part of your extra attack. Instead of you can replace your one of your attacks with a cantrip. What, which class is this for? The, bla- for blade, Bladesinger? Yeah, that's part of the new. Oh, thing. so you get you get to be OP a little bit. Well, wait, 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 wait. If you cast a spell, can you cast a cantrip under normal circumstances? Well, like okay, normally with extra attack you couldn't do that, but with this particular class you can because that's in there. Right, with, but I mean, I mean, yeah, that's what I was kind of trying to hint at is yeah. like. Normally, you can't cast two spells in one round. No, no, no. You can't do two. You can only do one. You can do one and a swing. Okay. So, so can can you do that? Is that the same? Does the same thing apply to a spell and a cantrip? Can you cast a, a spell and a cantrip under normal circumstances in the same round? No, 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 no. It won't work like that. Right. Like you have to do a actual like sword attack. Oh, okay, gotcha. So it's just, it's just like a cantrip. But one thing I thought about pairing it with is uh, one of Matt Mercer's spells called Sapping Steam. Uh-huh. Sting. Sting. And uh, they have to make a Constitution saving throw. It's like a D four of damage, but if they don't make the Constitution saving throw, they mm-hmm. fall prone. And then I have a- advantage on the next attack. So long as they attack before you, that would work out well. If you attack, you you'd have to pick your battles because if they attack after you, they could just stand up. Wait, no. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they're prone, they have disadvantage on the swing. If like, I can back up or whatever. Well, so. I mean, if they just decided I'm going to use my half my movement to stand up, you know. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, it could be it, that would be the case in any in any case. So never mind. I'm just in. Well, yeah, there, there's a there's a lot of, a lot of Absolutely. different pairing of spells that you could do with it, like a uh, booming blade, mm-hmm. green flame blade. Yeah. Uh, Whole things. Yeah. It sounds awesome. Yeah. There's a lot of really cool stuff. Uh, anyway, I don't know why I brought that up. Oh, oh, hey. No, hey, we're winging it today. Yeah, man. <laughs> we're cool with it. Also, you get uh, your proficiency bonus. I think it's your proficiency bonus worth of uh, Blade Song, too, along with that. Instead of just getting it twice per long rest, you get your proficiency bonus of that. It's all Blade Singer stuff. See, when they come out with a new book, they just add a bunch of stuff to every class. You can, and then you get all that crap, and you yeah. just get more powerful and more powerful. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things they did is like you can now create, uh, like a new, like say you know like you don't have to stick to the, the racial uh, abilities that your race has now. Yeah. You can create, say like you're a, you're a, you're a dwarf that was raised with elves or whatever. You you're not going to be stuck, you know. Um, with the constitution and the strength or whatever uh, yeah. proficiencies, now you can put dexterity and intelligence. And you don't have to be stupid to be a half orc and yeah, that stuff, yeah. or orc or whatever it was. Yeah, you can which I, I do kind of. I mean, I agree with that. I mean, I know they were trying to be like woke and inclusive, but I mean, I do agree with that because it, it does make sense. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to be. If you're part of a culture, you take on some of their yeah. identity, right? Yeah. So it all. I've always yeah, I've always thought that was goofy that. I mean, racial bonuses and stuff are cool, and they make sense, but at the same time, you know, if your background doesn't support it, 
Yeah. Okay. That's a great question. Tyrell, who is your favorite player character in the campaign? Player character? Yeah. Not it doesn't have to be you don't even have to like the player. Like it doesn't have to be your favorite player, like just player character, like Quincy Buck, Urist Thren, Gillard, Orin. I haven't seen what Gillard can do yet, so I'm not really all that impressed with the, with the <laughs> Echo Knight so far. <laughs> yeah. Um He's run some really great interference for us, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah he I'm just saying, like, I haven't seen, like, his full potential yet. Right, what yeah, the, he, he was useful against that giant. Yeah. And he still didn't use it even against the giant. <laughs> well, he had his echo out. Yeah. 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 He, was, he was running interference for those three, so we didn't have to deal with them while we were fighting the giant, which True. would have been overwhelming. Yeah. And he had, he still had basically all his hit points. So, you know, <laughs> if it had come down to just him, he'd have probably made it out. Yeah. It was a smart play. Anyway. I, guess I, I guess I didn't notice it or I didn't remember that he did that. What? He, yeah, he echoed. Put the echo out yeah. and, and was fighting like the wizard. and the, He was making people waste attacks with it and stuff. Okay. Yeah. I didn't. I guess I didn't notice. I was so busy getting hit by the fireball from the wizard that first time. And then also. And it's, well, it's crazy. He can just call it out. How often can he call it out? Just as much as he wants? Uh, or? Like once a turn or something. Yeah. Uh, it's like a. Is it an action or a bonus action? I, I can't remember. I can't remember. That. I've never it's done super that. OP. It's just like, okay, well. well it only has one hit point, and like it can't. Yeah. Also, yeah. at later levels, you can have two of those out at once. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, uh, the Artificer, the uh, the one I'm playing right now, you yeah. can get two of those turrets at once. That'll be sweet. Later levels. Hmm. So who's your favorite character, though? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Back to the question. Um, oh, dodging geez. the question, Tom. No, I'm not dodging. I just, I just don't know which one I, I like the most. There's, um, or is it Thren? You could like yourself best. I like Thren a lot, but I mean, as far as like another character, I like your backstory a lot. I like your backstory a lot. I, I don't know. I mean, in the current situation, right now. <sighs> Bless, Bless me. me. <coughs> I'm excited to see what Urist's uh, thing, the patron is. Okay. He would go with the with the warlock. He would. I, I'm I'm interested to see what that is. Uh, Who is Thren's best friend? Probably you two, actually. I would figure. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, yeah, Urist is the new guy, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. So. so it's us two, and then Urist. Orin is a complete wild card that we cannot and then trust. Rask, yeah, like Rask fits right in. Yeah. Oh, what, what what would you put his uh, alignment as? Orin? Chaotic neutral. Chaotic chaotic. <laughs> chaotic nothing. Chaotic <laughs> nothing. Straight neutral chaotic. Chaotic. Just straight up just neutral. Yeah. Well, oh, here's neutral, the thing. Neutral. He's completely self-serving, and and I mean. Darren, Darren's playing him so well, yeah, by the yeah. way. Okay. Doesn't deviate from it. No. Oh, my gosh. Just does wild stuff all the time. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's almost, there's there's like an old adage that the more unpredictable the person is, the more you can predict them. Yeah. You know? That is, that's why I was able to like play as him that one night. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Because it's just like, okay. So, what's the plan? <laughs> what's the plan? That was definitely the best thing that has happened. I was screaming laughing about that when I was listening to it. Dude, I got, uh, I can straight up tell you right now though. Um my favorite character 100% Rask. Yes, me too. <laughs> oh my gosh. He is like 
Like Kyle is playing him exactly how Kyle would be. Yes. Yeah. Know? He's just being Raskus Kyle has. Yeah. To and it's hilarious. He, I mean, doesn't doesn't care about anything. Is just doing it. You yeah. Know? Oh my. Wants gosh. to fight everything. Loose cannon. <laughs> just like Sporadic. like one hundred percent bragging on himself. One hundred percent. And that's not how Kyle is. I've I've never heard Kyle brag on himself. Like, right. So that's not putting Kyle down or anything. But it's just like, <laughs> I mean, he's hilarious. Yeah. He's the greatest. And he also, for not being not playing very long, and like, mm-hmm. he's pretty. I mean, he's a pretty good player. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he sticks to the plan. He he plays pretty smart. Mm-hmm. I'm, I've been proud of him a few times. <laughs> but no, he's he fits in so good. Oh man. And to think that he showed up. To play D and D with a bunch of people he didn't know, mm-hmm. and recorded it live. Yeah, the first time he ever played D and D. Yeah, and here he still is. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Man, I love Kyle. What a learning curve. I was really hoping he was going to be here because what a legend. He's man. never been on a full. He was on last night in common, but just for like the last half. Mm. Anyway, so, well, uh, so what do you think of uh, what do you think of the artwork you shared in the uh, in the group text? Oh, our our new. Our new podcast art? Yeah. I love it. Are we sticking with it? Yeah. Okay. I'm taking it. That's cool. I like it. Except for the fact that I'm like... Made, I, made Tyrell yeah. look look like Indian or Latino? I, I like, was thinking really like, like if you swap Tyrell's and Seth's skin colors, they would look way more like yeah. themselves. Yeah. <laughs> and like they, they did well with Seth, like his features. Yeah. And then like had you looking at, at the artist's point of view. So it's like... They've got you. They've got you looking a little weird. I will say that. I mean, money well spent. Haley said. Haley said if if she had met somebody who had never met me, and she showed them that picture, she could say with confidence, "This is my husband." <laughs> I mean, she was that. She was saying no, that looks just like yours me. is great. Yours I, is great. Dustin's is great. Yes, Dustin's perfect. Cameron's dude. is great. Uh, uh, Darren looks perfect. Oh my gosh! Yes. It's just uh, there, there's a, a few strange. I, I can't imagine being a freelance artist and someone just sending me pictures of random people mm-hmm. and telling me this is kind of what they're like, and then mm-hmm. having to draw it and then actually doing a, a pretty good job. What, what picture did you send him of me? Because I like, think I just sent a picture of you sitting. I don't know. I know that shirt. I love that shirt that I'm that because yeah. I have that shirt. It was. It's my favorite T-shirt. Probably just a picture of you sitting at the at the D and D table. But look at the eyebrows, man. <laughs> yeah. What? I mean, make that face right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. I mean, did he not do so well? The beard and, and is... to not even know you, like I. I mean, I I could. I don't know what exactly. I let me let me pull up what I said. Like Cynthia looks pretty spot on to give an idea. Yeah, Cynthia's good too, and nobody even knows what Cynthia looks like. Yeah. Well, no, I, 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 I will say I think it's it's pretty um, it, it's pretty spot on that, that they they put Cameron's phone in his hand and he's like enveloped in it. Yeah, love it. I mean, I love it. I love Cameron, but like that's that's just funny. Oh man, where did I? See, I mean, that looks like you, but you're looking directly at the camera. Or if this was a picture, you'd be looking directly at the camera. Yeah. So it looks odd. I look a little bit like... You don't have a chin. 
I look like a bully from a 90s cartoon. I get that. I get that. <laughs> like the oblongs or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to like steal somebody's lunch money, but you know, I don't care. Like, And people don't know really what we look like anyway, mm-hmm. unless they follow us on social media. And it's great artwork, and I think everybody's represented like as their person. So mm-hmm. it ain't got to be Cynthia's perfect. got a bag of popcorn. Yeah. I should have told – I didn't even tell him to, to give her food. I should have had him give her a baked potato because she's always making one in the microwave. <laughs> Dang, I can't I can't find the messages that I sent to this guy. I basically said uh, probably about, about you, Anthony. I think I said he's hilarious or something like that and like mm. – so he, always, me, so he gave me Jack Black's eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gave you the, I'm the guy. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> Party started. That's it. Oh, man. Dude, I, it's so it's so cool how, how, I mean, we can take such a niche thing and, like, spread it out into so much, you know? Yeah. Like, there's artwork. There's, there's... I mean, the podcast with just learning the, you know, learning the, this, this story, this one singular story that's happening in this whole world that was built by Seth, you know, Mm. like the amount of work that Dustin put into the Academy, like it's crazy. I mean, that was, that was another question I was going to ask, like, how have you personally been affected either by this campaign or just like by D&D, like on its own? Like I'll I'll go first. Tyra looks like you might want to think. Like I was thinking today, I was like, I think I've gotten a lot more confident. I also think it's given me a lot of reasons to do creative stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's always good. Like mm-hmm. I've I've written songs for this thing, and like put out ads for this thing. Like I'm being creative all the time. Plus, it's given me excuses to mix stuff, and I always need practice doing that. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. I think it's just it's got my brain going in a different different creative mode. Yeah, I mean, plus it, like I love the improv and crap. Like, yeah, I never did any of that. I'm the exact. I, I feel the exact same way. It's just like I look at like I watch a lot of people on YouTube. YouTube is my go to like source of entertainment. Right, and like you see all these dudes, and I mean, like there's one guy who I watch him play video games, but it. To know that there is a production behind that, and it's it's done very well. He like he like does these weird filters. Like when he says something hilarious, he either like puts this filter where his face is all red and his head is blown up like a balloon, <laughs> and like the the audio is like so trashed, it's like acid washed, like you know, yeah, and like I mean, just like doing stuff like that at just the right moment, yeah. It's. It takes so much. You have to know so much about timing. You have to know so much about like. You have to have such a creative, ingenuitive, like, thought process. Right. Like, how can I take this thing that's already funny and make it funnier? Right. And I've <laughs> never. I, I I never thought about that before. I was just like, oh wow, this guy's just a naturally funny guy. But not. It goes beyond that because he's putting it. You know, like these content creators are putting it into practice like they're right you know and they know how to release things so they're marketing as well yeah you know that that's the one thing i mean i'm i'm trying to figure that out but the marketing thing is just tough like i don't i don't know you're doing well i will say that people are 
There's when, people that, I mean, have this crap down to, like, when you should post mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I, I don't know none of that stuff. That is that is, that is is a marketing degree. Okay, that's the thing. You, you're looking for organic growth is what you're looking it, for. That's it. And, and apparently TikTok is where it's at, so I'm going to have to take that over, I guess. I mean, it's going to have to be the thing. The For You page. Do you have TikTok? No. I don't. Well, I mean, I downloaded it today, mm-hmm. but... It's apparently really good for for growing stuff organically because all you have to do is tag the for you page mm-hmm. and any hashtags that are on there like that that is the first thing that pops up when you open TikTok is a for you page. Mm-hmm. So it's basically the suggested thing on yeah. YouTube. Yeah. Like it's based on other stuff that you've liked or that you've watched or hashtags or whatever, mm-hmm. you might like this. And so, so you have to you have can, like a thousand hashtags at the end of your right, post. But you can blow up with nothing. Like you, just one post mm-hmm. and it ends up on a bunch of people's for you. Now you're there. So, the, I mean, I've seen, I've heard, especially like even kids around here that like got thousands and thousands of views on a TikTok, mm-hmm. like just because of the way that yeah. app works. So we got to, we got to grow in the marketing, but we're getting there. And with Tiger Skull, I mean, he's helping out a little bit too, because mm-hmm. he's, he sent me a bunch of hashtags one time. He's like, man, I get a lot of uh, response out of these. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I use them and I don't know. It's nice to have him aboard because he's. Yeah. He's bigger. He's a lot bigger than us, but at the same time, oh, like wow. he's just trying to grow too. Yeah. So glad to have him aboard. Yeah, absolutely. Tyrell has has D and D or this campaign specifically done anything for you personally? D and D in general. Well, used to I wouldn't even be talking on this. Right. I, yeah, I would be super uncomfortable even doing this. Uh. That has helped a lot with just me getting out of my comfort zone, I guess. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's great for that. Yeah. I mean, man, I wish I'd have been playing this when I was young. Like, I I feel like I would have been a completely different person. (laughs) I mean, it just unlocks something when you're using your imagination. Mm -hmm. And also when you're just like, hey, I can be whoever I want. And I can play this however I want Mm -hmm. and see where it goes. And you just... And there's so many, I mean, there's so many people that are attached to it that are just like supportive of it, you know? Right. They're just, I mean, you know, like that thing that Tyrell's talking about. I mean, sure, you would have been self-conscious about it like, you know, five, ten years ago. But like, we know now today there's a huge community. I mean, there's people that I know that are like super popular that are posting D&D memes that are hilarious to everybody. But it's just like a, there's a solid wink to D and D in there, and right. I'm like, oh wow, you know, this dude's into it. That's cool. Yeah, I'd love to have a campaign with him, but like, I can't even get in on the campaign I'm in on, so, <laughs> so can't do that. Yeah. But. Well, anywho, that's what D and D will do for you. Yeah, we can. What What do we got? We want to move on to something else? Yeah, sure. sure. Want to go on the console? Why not? Sure. Okay, as far as far as I all I'm gonna say about on the console is I was really hoping to get in on the PS five and it's not looking like it's gonna happen anytime soon. This year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know when the next uh drop uh, is, but here's here's the I'm not gonna go run to people over thing. in the store to get one. And I know that Kotaku um article might have might have spurred us on a little bit more, but like I wouldn't put any sort of any sort of importance on getting it now because I mean I don't know if they've refined the console making process but 
with the past few consoles, it's the first generation is always trash. It's not. It's trash for the console standards. Yeah. Okay. So like, I would wait like a year or even even two until they drop the next PS5. Well, then it's only going to be two years or so until the next thing comes out, and then well, you're outdated. I, mean, I I just got my my Xbox One X like I, I would say three two or three years ago, and I mean I'm there's still so much to enjoy. Here's the thing too, like. I, I have got like a console from every generation and I circulate through them because these games yeah. are so fun to play. You're not going to find an, a shortage of PS5 games when the PS6 comes out. Okay. Yeah, true. I mean, they're, and, and in fact, you'll have a greater understanding of the ones that are built to last, of the good ones, you know? Yeah. So, like, you'll have an easier time picking and choosing which ones are good. So, I mean, you'll have a, you'll have a set. Like, you know, a set number of games that you're going to, you know, make a list of. And then, like, those will start dropping off. And you'll say, okay, this one's quality. This one's quality. This one's quality. Yeah. And then, like, the console will be, will be you know, good to go. The console is going to be less buggy. There's going to be less hardware issues. Like, I think we've all seen the videos of the new Xbox One uh, Series X. Like, the, some of the disc trays don't work. Like, the disc feeder won't work. And then, like, smoking out of the top I, of it. I don't think the smoking was um, true. Yeah. Uh, uh, was, it, was it Seth? That was Seth, saying? Seth said that he saw somebody, like, blowing a vape out of it. Yeah, something. they put, like, vape oh, okay. uh, stuff inside of it. Yeah. So, I don't... I, I guess maybe that one's not true. But the disc tray, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, can we not, on a $500 console, get something that works? Oh, my gosh. That's 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 the killer thing about it all, too, is it's $500. Yeah. Well, here's the thing now, is since they can actually support up to 8K... You're gonna have to get like a new TV when those actually come out. Too. Well, if you want 8K, I mean, well, well I don't I mean, know what this. I'm sure this pay, is just a 1080. That looks good enough to me. If you're gonna pay for the the system, you might as well get a TV to go along with. I it. guess yeah. TVs are so cheap now. I guess it's not that yeah. big of a deal. But. Another thing that I saw recently on the console, Xbox Series X is actually powerful enough to run an emulator on it, so you could play PS2 games. On the Xbox Series X, oh my God. so so the way that whenever I read this, it was saying that Xbox has become more backward compatible than the PS5 has for PlayStation <laughs> games. What's an emulator? Just like a software thing? It, it's like software where you can where you can play old games. Like it emulates a like the big one that I've always heard about is a Game Boy emulator. Yep. You can you can play Game Boy games on your computer because. Your Game Boy or your computer is set up to run programs how the Game Boy did. Yeah, Cameron has one on his phone. Actually. Yeah, see, see, a Game uh, Boy emulator. Yeah, and he plays like I think he's got Red, Pokemon Red, and yeah. I think Crystal, maybe Emerald or something. I think mm-hmm. on it. So yeah. Emerald is is uh, Game Boy advanced. advanced. Yeah, I might look into that. I haven't played Pokemon in a long time, dude. I've got them. That's the thing. You got you still got all of them? Oh my goodness. Every single one that I bought. I've got I have seldom sold a game unless it was absolutely terrible. I've still got an SP, I think, somewhere. Uh, that's what I have. I've got that lighted screen. Man. Oh man, that's that's what sold me to it. And the rechargeable battery. I had so many attachments for my Game Boy Advance. I had like a screen magnifier with a light on it. Yeah. And like like the link cord. I and have the link cord. A yeah. bag and like a cat. Oh, I had some I've got stuff. here's here's here is a day in the life of Anthony, okay? 
when it comes to video games because video games i was just explaining this to somebody who didn't take me seriously at work like <laughs> video, sure this video games is my hobby people watch tv video games that's me and and uh it, it's ridiculous i understand no it, it, i may not i may not even i may never make a dime off of this but like the thing is i've got i've got uh, um i'm trying to think of it from from uh, by generations going up i've got access to nes games on my switch i've got super nintendo that I absolutely love that the 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 one that they came out with with the games built into it. Oh, at yeah. Walmart. Yeah, we played that at your house. So yeah, played Mario Kart. Exactly. I've got the Nintendo sixty four, uh, PlayStation two, which can play PlayStation one games. Um, what 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 else? What else? GameCube. I love the GameCube. GameCube was a was an underrated oh, top console. tier dude. The top controller tier. is just so good. Is what yes. it is. The uh, graphics for some of the games on GameCube were actually way ahead of their time. Absolutely, they still hold up. And it's weird because like Nintendo is not like the one that you say, "Oh yeah, the great graphics." Uh-huh. Like Wii was. I mean, it was just it was it was also ahead of its time. Wii was. They started the like you know motion controls. Like yeah. Wii was an amazing console. It just didn't have. It, it didn't have like the selection platformer. of games. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like a step to the next thing. That's yeah. always what I thought of the Wii as. It's like I heard uh, somebody say something along the lines of, like, "If I wanted to sit or if I wanted to stand up and exercise, I would actually just play a sport." You know? Yeah. <laughs> but but like PS3, I had an Xbox 360 until it crapped out. Xbox One X. Um, but like I've got I've got uh, two Game Boy Colors, a Game Boy Advanced. I've got a Game Boy or a uh, um, a 3ds, a, a Nintendo 3ds. Oh, a DS. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about the DS. Yeah, dude. I mean, the whole thing, like, like that is my hobby is getting these games, collecting these there games, is nothing playing wrong these with games. That. You know uh, what? I feel like. I mean, I was I always used to think that reading was a huge waste of time. I'm starting to to put TV watching is a bigger waste of time than reading. It just depends on what you're reading. Oh yeah, man. But. Like, I always used to think, well, you know, I could watch a movie in the time I could read a book. And I still believe that. Like, I would much rather watch a movie than read a book. But, but the book is so engrossing. Yeah. And I feel like it opens up your mind more. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you could be playing a video game, which is interactive and storytelling. So it's like watching a show that you're in. Oh, man, yeah. So much better. That's what I love about it. Yeah. Why would I watch a TV show? When, when I can I, be in yeah, the one. Yeah, why would I watch a Western when I can play Red Dead 2, you know? Yeah, exactly. No, I'm completely with you on that. I feel like it's better for your brain than TV. I mean, I I, I, I don't know if I'd go that far. I'd say I can... I, there are certain things that you can't turn off in your brain, like when you're watching TV, if you're playing a video game. Yeah. You still have to interact with it, where with the TV... I mean, here's 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 what it's become in my house. When the TV is on everybody's phones come out you know it's just like okay we're gonna have the tv on for background noise but we're checking facebook you know we're looking at you know we're looking at amazon you know doing it's just that's just what it is you yeah know? well it's, it's quality time it's too. a oh man <laughs> i wish tyrell what about you what were we even talking about we're talking about console. on the console we're on the console hey we're talking about how video games are not a waste of time <laughs> Much like Tyrell can agree with me. Of course, he's not a, a console gamer too much. 
I, I didn't think too much. I thought you were more geared towards PC. Not no, really. he's just getting into PC. I'm just now. not getting into I PC. I would love to get into PC gaming. You have no idea. I, I bought this one off of Cameron. Yeah. So I mean, I got a really good deal on that. Like it was really good, but uh, and I got lucky on it. <laughs> it took me forever though to figure out how like modding works. For of course, he would get into modding. Skyrim. Yeah. Did you not know all this stuff? I mean, a little bit. I knew he's into modding with like Skyrim on. He him. he got the whole piece. He got into the whole PC thing so he could mod, and then had the most trouble he's ever had. Out of yeah, anything. it was it was. For somebody who's never had a computer, really, I mean, I've had one in the office in there in my house, you know, forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, I've never really fooled around with it because it's never hooked up to the internet, so I never really had a reason to, except for playing chess on it occasionally. Yeah, yeah. So, Solitaire. Was, yeah, that was about the extent of it. Uh, but now that I actually have access to the internet and stuff, <laughs> uh, modding has become a big thing for me. I really enjoy doing that with Skyrim because, like, you can. Make it look amazing. Or or you could turn your character into Thomas the Tanker Engine. Yeah, but and that's just not roll mine. around all of Skyrim. Do 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 Fireball You know from his mouth. <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage type stuff. That is not exactly how I'd play it. But, but you could. You could. Yeah. You definitely could. The Thomas the Tank Engine mod is out there. Yeah. It, it's yeah. Actually, there is actually a mod that uh, you know how like when Al- Alduin does that shout where it rains on comets out of the skies, it rains on trains instead. Thomas the Thomas trains. Okay, yeah, yeah. perfect. Yeah, I saw one where they put like it was. I don't know if it was Parthenax or if it was uh, Alduin. They swapped his face for uh, Macho Man Randy yeah. Savage's face, <laughs> and so and his his his. Anytime he would say something, it would be something Macho Man Randy yeah. Savage. So it was like, oh yeah, snap into a Slim Jim. Yeah. And then <laughs> the sky would break open. <laughs> I actually watched the uh, opening scene, like when you're first pulling down with the carriage and all that to get your head chopped off. Like, That's it, the one that I yeah, saw, yeah. It starts out like off in the distance. You just hear, oh yeah, Macho Man is coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You need to see this one, man. I think I have seen that one. Oh, oh yeah, man. <laughs> he was off. And then he lands, yeah. and it's like this elongated, scary face of Macho Man Randy Savage. He's yeah. like, snap into a Slim Jim. Yeah, that's yeah. what I saw. It's so stupid. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, just like you. Oh, I always hated running. You're running through Skyrim. You're on a quest. You're doing something cool. And then all of a sudden you hear, <laughs> in the background and the yeah. music starts well like did you know when you fast travel there's like a, a certain percentage chance like after you start the main quest of a dragon spawning do people like that aspect of the game oh there's actually a mod to actually make it where it's a good way to get dragon bone and get a lot of money <laughs> who can carry around dragon bone somebody who's modded no, not necessarily. You can actually have a that uh, enchantment glitch and make it where you have it like unlimited carry weight. Well, you know, I never did, and I always had a lot of stuff because I like my stuff. And mm-hmm. when I would try to pick up a dragon bone, my guy would say, "Nope, can't do it." And that would be <laughs> how right. much did you put into your stamina? I w- I I balanced everything. Oh, I didn't go. Yeah. I, yeah. You got to put it into like if you're if you whatever your build is that you're going for, you got to focus on. Yeah, I always started. Or- I always started with the fighter character, you know, and then kind of went into magic. Or no, I went into thievery. 
into the snake yeah. stuff. Well, I started with a Khajiit and there's was, a thief right there. Yeah. Well, I was doing a I didn't know what I was going to do. I wanted to do I wanted to have a I wanted to do bows. Mm-hmm. Then realized that they weren't worth a crap. Oh no, oh, that's not true. Really, really not worth yeah. a crap. No, you, you gotta you, you gotta get the once you get your sneak up and yeah. then like using a bow with that. You can't uh-huh. get any one shot kills with it. You, you oh, shoot yes, and then you by can. the time you reload and they're already running at you, that's it, it makes me so mad. If you put points into the archery tree, there's actually like perks to make it where you pull your bow back faster. Yeah, and I know. Fire. There's a lot of perks that you get every Zoom in. every five days when you level up, Dude. but. I, no, I started. I wasn't sure what I was gonna do, so I wanted to do arcane archer, maybe something like that, and uh, ended up going pretty far. I, I'm more of like a mage now, but I've always used. The, I would just use the claws most of the time. That's but awesome. I started using. I don't know. I, I I mainly use magic, but I use claws too. If you go down into Rift and Sewers, you know in there, there's yeah. a guy you can kill down there, like on your way to the Thieves Guild. He has a special set of gloves on called the, with the gloves, with the of, the gaunt- pugilist, gloves yeah. of the pugilist. Gloves of the I had yeah. them for a long time until I did the vampire thing, and then I got the vampire gloves, and they do more damage. Mm. Which ones? Are Dude, I loved that. It's the part of the, the vampire armor when you're in the castle. Dawn guard. Have you done the whole thing? Yeah. You've of done course the, he has. And you didn't Multiple get times. all the vampire pieces. Yeah, as far as I know, you talking about the, the the gloves are like the black and they yeah. have like the little metal yeah. bits and they actually do damage. They do damage, yeah. I, I think gloves are the pugilist. I can't remember how much they do. It's twenty points, I think. It may not do as much as them, but it also adds to your magicka. So I, I, I like. I don't remember if I was. Yeah, they do multiple things. They're great. What are they called? Vampire, Vampire gloves. gloves. <laughs> I don't know, think that they were like enchanted or anything. Yeah, they're great. All, the whole vampire armor set is awesome. I think that's what I've still got. It was li- it's lighter armor and it it's pretty good. Hmm. But I man, I haven't played in so long. I've been waiting. I, I basically I beat the main story and I was just doing side stuff. And I know my sister's going to be so mad when she finds out that I beat the the game without her being here because we were playing it together. I mean, I say we're playing it together. She watches. Well, you still haven't yeah. beat the whole game, well, yeah. right? So we'll do stuff. But I haven't played in so long, and I don't remember. I know I I was using. I think at the last I I knew I was using the vampire arm. I would love to be able to go back to the Skyrim version of Valhalla. Oh, the yeah. uh, the uh, solving Garden. Yeah. yeah, that was awesome. That was an awesome place. Yeah. The, like the go- heaven thing. Yeah, yeah, where you, where you fight them in the afterlife. Yeah. yeah, you can't go back there once you leave. Mm-hmm. Huh. Oh, I thought you could. No, uh, I've a- never tried. Apparently, on one of these uh, one of these DLCs, or maybe it was on um, Elder Scrolls Online. I can't remember. You can go to, like, you can. Go to an island and see, like, oh, what? Where's the volcano? Uh, Morrowind. Yeah, you can you, see. You Morrowind. see Vardenfell. Yeah. yeah, no, that's in Solstheim. You can see it from Solstheim. Mm. Yeah. Now, is that in that's Skyrim cool. or is that in Elder Scrolls Online? That's in Skyrim, but it's in the Dragonborn DLC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah where, I knew where it was in the Mirror DLC. Back. There are so many DLCs for it. Yeah, yeah, and I, well, yeah. I have like all of them. Yeah, Hearthfire. I one. It was Dawnguard. No. It was right when it came out. You don't you even have to. I don't, Dragonborn? You don't even have to buy them anymore. I <laughs> haven't played. I have not played Skyrim since like Vintage 2012. When wow. I bought, this is a hilarious story about Tyrell. Okay, <laughs> I, me and my sister, every anytime she's here, we always want to play games. Well, we usually end up like playing Spyro or something like that we, from back in the day, and we beat them a million times. And also Casper. 
for the PlayStation 1. <laughs> We've got it down to an absolute science. And I also know a cheat code where you can make Casper move faster, so I can just blow through that game. There was one day I played it, and I didn't finish something that allowed me to not complete the game like I wanted to, so I played the entire thing again. <laughs> and I'm telling you, like, if you were to play that game, it would take you days to play it. Oh, I'm sure. We've got it memorized. Anyway, I was like, we want to play something different. I was like, I wonder if Skyrim be any fun. I was like, I wonder if Tyrell's got an extra copy. I text Tyrell. I said, hey, can I borrow a copy of Skyrim? He says, yeah. I said, okay, I'll meet you. I said, I'll come meet you on your road or something. So you have to drive all the way down here. I had... I was not going at that moment. Like I was like, okay, I'll come get in a little while. Then I think he texted me and said, hey, where are you at or something? I said, well, I haven't left the house yet. Two seconds later, he's in my driveway. <laughs> like, listen, listen. He was so fired up to give me that game and get me playing it. Yeah. What do you uh, What do you play on? Xbox 360. Oh, okay. I've got it on 360. Yeah. And my 360 is torn up. But anyway, when I got it, when I put it in there, I mean, I was connected to the internet, and immediately it was like, "Hey, we got to do updates." I was like, "Okay, great." It downloaded updates forever, mm-hmm. and it was all it downloaded all the DLCs and stuff. And that I was so confused when I was playing the game because I'd be telling Tyrell where I was at. He's like, "Oh, that's a DLC." It's like oh, I didn't know that, and I was trying to just kind of fast track the main story, and I I got myself in such a bind. I got up there to Parthenax at like level nine, mm-hmm. level ten, and it, I couldn't do any damage. I was like, "There's got to be something wrong." Parthenax or or Alduin? I mean Alduin, yeah. Yeah, and I I couldn't beat him. And Tyrell was like, "Well, what level are you?" I was like, nine or ten. He was like, "Yeah, it's not going to be easy." <laughs> and <laughs> so then I was like, "I guess I'll just do some side quests." Went to Riften, realized, "Hey, if I'd been doing some side quests, like." my stuff would be up because yeah. doing those things ups your stats. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Didn't realize that was how the game worked. Oh, yeah. Not really. I just realized every now and then it would pop up, hey, your sneak has increased. Oh, cool. Hey. Dude, you could you could honestly just like crouch down in a dungeon and have like the Thalmer walk beside you and your sneak would increase. Yeah. You just sit there. I mean, <laughs> basically make it to where your Xbox doesn't turn off yeah. after a, a set amount of time. Do that and like turn on something else. <laughs> you know? Just do that for like six days. Your sneak would be all the way up. How long does it take for your sneak to get all the way up? It's not very, very long. Depending on like. Um, I'm just not a hacker. I just don't like crap like that. I've like seen some game. guy, he was playing uh, Skyrim and he had a rubber band around the analog stick and around where your trigger is down there and wrapped around that where it's pushing forward. Crouch down and walking up against the wall and just sitting there for hours like that, just walking against the wall. And what was he getting? Sneak for Sneak. that? Because yeah. he was crouched. Yeah, he's like in the midst of a huge bunch of enemies doing yeah. that. Ridiculous what people will do. I'd just rather play the game. I one time got my blocking from like level, from level like 12 to level 100 in one night because I sat in a corner with my shield. And it's amazing that shields don't wear out in this game. No. No, I was just don't. sitting there with a wooden shield, and he was, hur, 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 yeah. In hur. the older, in the older Elder Scrolls games, they actually had durability mm-hmm. in those games. So, like your armor and stuff, could actually break. Almost every other game has durability. Yeah. Assassin's Creed has that. Yeah. Um, dude, but my whole grind, what I wanted more than anything when Skyrim came out, and I was, I was hearing from all my friends talk about it in 2010. It was, I wanted Daedric armor. That was the one thing I wanted. I didn't care if there was armor that was that was better, like Dragonbone armor. It didn't look cool. Daedric is where it's at, baby. I could take the whole game with Daedric armor. 
going through there looking like a demon lord with two flails, like two. I had two mauls. That was my; those were my weapons of choice. Two mauls, yeah. and some Daedric armor. That was and Daedric mauls at that. Yeah. I was a Daedric prince, man, walking through there. <laughs> La di da, Anakin Skywalker through the through the temple of the younglings. I mean, killing it. Oh boy, why'd you have to make that reference? I for? mean, because that's what it was like, my dude. And so you you eventually got there. You oh just, man, yeah. I don't know that I've ever it had took, any It took some armor. grinding. It took some. I mean, what you would call hacking. You, I don't know how you get Daedra armor. You have to get a, a Daedra heart, and there's one guy that sells it, that sells two of them, like every third day or something. So I had to sleep for like 72 hours, buy them, sleep for 72 hours, fast travel back, buy them. There's I a mean, glitch you can How many do you have to have? Uh, I think one for each piece, or at least one for each piece of armor. Maybe two for the chest piece or something it, like that. I can't a remember. demon heart. Yeah, yeah Daedra heart. Daedra. Yeah. Who yeah. sells um, Some dude at the College of Winterfell. Alchemists sell them, and then yeah, sometimes the uh, guys at the college will actually sell some alchemical stuff. Uh, An exorbitant amount. I think like five hundred gold a piece. Something. Like that's that. it. That's quite a bit for a single alchemical right. ingredient. Right. Well, yeah, but still, I mean, it, I mean, at the end of the day, somebody had to kill a demon for that. They're getting dude, ripped and I, off. I totally. Also, in the early days of Skyrim, I was able to get my smithing all the way up, my crafting all the way up in like one in one sit down because it was just like the dagger hack, you know? Mm-hmm. You just sit there and craft daggers all day, oh, all yeah, day long. Yeah, yeah. My problem was I couldn't find enough ingots. Yeah. I was having to I was having to get en- so many ingots that I could not walk. I literally just had like some hide ingots armor on. Ingots bricks. and yeah. leather straps. I, yeah, that gotta, was it. Yeah. Ingots and leather straps. And yeah. I was just like, okay, well. What? I have never crafted anything. Oh, dude, it's it's rewarding. Yeah. I've, I've That's crafted, where you get good weapons. Yeah. And if you play. Enchanting and, and smithing. I've never enchanted nothing. I've never smithed nothing. That's why you couldn't I've beat made, Alduin at level nine. I've made nine. some spells. Or I mean, some potions. Like by accident, just mm-hmm. cramming crap together, and it comes out a weak poison or something. <laughs> I've done. Well, that's because you're not very good at alchemy yet. But if you have your alchemy I'm way up there, you can make some crazy poisons just by cramming stuff together. Yeah. If well, I, I did, wasn't did, if if I wasn't in the middle of Final Fantasy VII right now, I'd go home and I'd play Skyrim because you guys are making me want it. Go <laughs> get special edition or something. I'm just not into that. I mean, like doing the the weird. I just want to play these okay. quests. Take Nightshade. Death Bell, and I think it's in order to take that, I would have to go find it. I'd have to pick it up, and I just Death Bell grows in the marshes. Oh, easy to find. Yeah, Death Bell Nightshade. Nightshade is in any cemetery in the game. Yeah, Death Bell grows primarily in Hillmarch, which is the swampy area out there, right beside Solitude and between Solitude and uh, more. He knows the geography, folks. Of course he does. I can't believe we're still doing the podcast. I thought we were just. I forgot all about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's great. Anyway, that's what we want. Go ahead. Doc. If you if you do that, you you can uh, make a pretty deadly poison with that. But also, if you take, I think it's a, there's some kind of fish you can get. It's a river betty. I think it is. I have no idea. Yeah, that's what every fish is. Every fish I've ever gotten is a, is a river betty. <laughs> what about the those, gar? Never found a gar. The uh, slaughter fish. Yeah, that's it. Slaughter oh, fish. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, I got that. Um, I hate those things. Yeah, not a huge fan of them. They were even worse in Oblivion, though, because they, uh, well. If you're saying that they could hop out of water, that would that would be what would make them worse. No, they just get really big. Oh. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. There's actually a really big one. So you, you put a river Betty with a nightshade and, and a death I think bell. death bell. And then you get a ravage 
health poison with, I think it has a lingering health damage effect or damage health effect on it with it. So like it decreases the amount of health they have already by whatever many points and it makes them ha- take lingering damage you on top of that. So you apply that to your weapon? weapon? Yeah. Oh, or that's nasty. Or if you have that one perk, you can actually put it in there while they're asleep and it poisons them. Dude, this guy knows. I've never, so I've never tried to apply a poison to it. I think I might have one time. It just takes so much time to just go into your menus and start well, clicking you, crap around. I just assume go I in there and hit it I love that part of it, though. I love, I love, like, the one thing about Skyrim that I thought was going to be more exhaustive was, like, building yourself from the ground up. That's why I love Survivor Series games like Ark, Survival Evolved. Mm-hmm. You uh, like stuff that takes forever. I like stuff where you can craft every thing around you except the land that you're sitting on okay you have to you have to craft your clothes you have to craft your weapons your tools your house I like that too. Yeah. it oh, doesn't man. fire me up it takes too long i want to play a story i want to i want to like, there's a story with arc it's just like i'm scared of the story <laughs> i'm a single player and i'm having to go up against this this alien godlike creature i can't do it that game is so weird. I love it, dude. I love it. I got him to play a little bit out there at the firework tent. Yeah? No. So played cool. it for maybe five minutes and went, this is the I dumbest thing I tame as many dinosaurs as I can. And, and like... Can you save a game on that? Yeah. Like yeah. return to it? Yeah. And I mean, I haven't played it in, in a few months, but like my whole thing that I was getting into was like breeding the perfect creature. No. Oh. Hmm. I've yeah. never done that. Oh, man. That. Breeding in that game is so amazing. My my main focus in that game was playing by myself. Yeah, was just survival. <laughs> That's yeah. the only thing I was. Trying I, to do. I got to where like I was. I, I'm in. I'm in like a metal house. I've got like big Jurassic Park gates all around me. <laughs> you know what I? I've got a mechanized T Rex. Oh boy. Named I think it's named Barb. No wait, that's a something else. But anyways. You know what my my thing was? I name them all stupid names. I, I made I made a raft house. Is what I mean. That is a terrible idea. I know. I realize that. Lead sick this. Yes. There's these giant creatures that are otherwise really friendly, really nice. Yeah. But if you're on a raft, they will eat your lunch. Yep. They will absolutely so murder you. Built you built the house and then it came and destroyed it? Well, because okay. that's why. Because on the online servers, these guys would build raft houses and nothing could challenge them. Because yeah. they'd have turrets everywhere and yeah. nobody could go out there. Even other raft houses, if this one, you know, it was just a, no one, no one would utilize the land. And it's like, this, this place is like 80% land. So people were winning and losing on 20% of the map. Yeah. And so they put in this dinosaur that is absolutely like hard to kill, man. Like it is, uh, it is hard to kill, but you could easily spend all of your time underwater figuring things out too yeah. oh man i've seen somebody make a tag base that was underwater i that, love that, that idea insane really love cool. that idea oh my god that's really cool yeah like it's like a underwater i don't even know how to describe i'm just it. gonna rely on my army of megalodons <laughs> is what i'm doing whenever i'm going underwater have you have you seen the um the magical lee of Luridon? 
No. I have got a Leopleurodon. Oh they feed on like this this honey stuff. It's honey. You got to feed them honey. Otherwise, and and when you capture one, is, it's based on the whole concept of Charlie the Unicorn. I was about to say, is that it's what It's a magical Leopleurodon, Charlie. Oh, my God. When you tame it, it's only there for 30 minutes. What? Once the 30 minutes is up, it like disappears in a whirlwind like Santa. Okay? It's just like... And it's gone in a in a whirlpool and glitter. But you, why do you have it for thirty minutes? What does it do while you've got it, it? it? I can't remember what it is, but it's like it buffs your experience. It like you can gather certain things. I can't remember what it is, but I mean it's just it's not particularly fast. It's not like an amazing creature, but it's I don't know. It's magically a pluridon, Charlie. <laughs> I haven't. There, there's Sean. one creature. <laughs> there's there's one creature that I haven't gotten yet. I can't remember what it is. Uh, what's what what its name is? It's the giant. It's the biggest tameable underwater creature. Megalodon. Uh, no, no, not a megalodon. It's, it's way not, bigger. It's not the the lead sick. That's not tameable. Thing is not. Yeah, it's not tameable. Lead sick. This isn't tameable. Oh man, what is it called? Oh, guys, I just I just do not have a clue what y'all are talking about. <laughs> I love dinosaurs. I've always loved dinosaurs I have too. too. But I can't think of what that's called. I don't, I don't know. Is there something new they've added with an update or something? Because um, there might be something I've not encountered because of that. I don't know. I hate those scorpion things deep underwater. Under yeah, oh, those are God. awful. Um, They're. I want to also get into like the DLCs too. Oh yeah, like Ragnarok. Um, before uh, after Ragnarok, the latest one that they've come Earth. out with. Oh, the um, I know what you're talking about. The one that's like kind of futuristic. Yeah, it's like Ragnarok. where you feed this creature like elemental dust. Yeah, and it turns into like this big yeah. jacked forearm yeah. monster. It's like the junkie of Mosasaur. That's what. I'm oh, thinking. Mosasaur. A Mosasaur. Have you seen Jurassic? Does it walk World? on water? No. Have you seen Jurassic World? Does it split the Red Sea? No. Have you seen the Mosasaur? Get out of here. Oh <laughs> Get out of here, okay? Have you seen Jurassic World? No. No? With Chris Pratt? No? no. Dang. Don't care anything about Jurassic okay, what Park. About, what Don't about, get me on a soapbox about Jurassic Park. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna Go it ahead. changed the world for Go ahead. for paleontologists, but okay. Um now have you do you remember the commercials for it? When they had this this shark dangling and like this big creature came up and snagged in its jaws and never, I don't I'm not familiar alright well never mind then <laughs> guess you'll never understand it's it's a giant creature that is just absolutely just rules man just absolutely rules Tyra what are you playing you still playing Skyrim or are you I'm currently on a playthrough of Skyrim yeah that's what I'm doing PC. right now PC yeah okay. I, I have invested every single uh, one of my level ups into Magicka I have no health at all and no stamina at all but i have like 500 and that, that's, that's pretty tough how do you stay alive magic <laughs> that's a constantly casting something okay so there's a spell um it's a mod yeah but it, it it's added by this mod called apocalypse that's how he stays alive he has a uh, he has a mod oh, where he can't on, die me, this this mod is very fair balanced i will say hold on Okay. Apocalypse. Tell adds, us about Apocalypse, Tyrell. It, it adds in a bunch of new spells. Okay. They're all pretty lore friendly. They're not like anything really just necessarily too crazy. Nothing. 
too crazy. I mean, it even adds in like Nujabor and stuff like that um, that you can summon. Um, one of the spells it adds in, though, is Akato's Recital, which is a spell that allows you to store three spells as kind of an auto cast kind of thing. Mm. Like a cantrip. Kind of, I guess. It casts on its own, though. When battle like starts. Like no casting time. Yeah. Just boosh. Yeah, it, it auto casts three spells at once. Oh. So. Um, That's where the apocalypse comes in. It can only be self-focused spells. Oh, okay. So, you can store a flesh spell. One of those, uh, like, stone. Stone flesh, uh, yeah. Wood, whatever. You know, the oak, oak spell. Oak, uh, stone flesh and iron. Yeah. And ebony. Yeah, so I've been doing that. Mm-hmm. I store that in there, and then I use this other spell from this other magic mod called uh, Arcanum, which adds... You know how the Witcher... In the Witcher series, that one thing that you can do like puts like a shield around your character, yeah. like a big bubble? Mm-hmm. It has that spell in there. I forgot what that spell's called. It's like Redeemer Shield or something like that in, in this... In that mod. Anyway. Yeah, right. But, you right. but it's cast, the same effect. You can cast through the, the shield, though. Yeah. Yeah. But... Anyway, it adds it adds the iron flesh that I have currently, and it adds redeemer shield on top of okay, it. Okay, so, so you got a shield and then a shield. Yeah, and then the third spell is a nuclear explosion that emits <laughs> from him in a fifty foot radius. No. He lines himself in lead, <laughs> covers that lead with an unbreakable force field, oh and then ups the radiation of the immediate oh sixty mile radius vicinity. And everything dies. And everything Plant either life. dies or evolves into something that has too many legs on one side or too many toes. <laughs> Which then fights for him on right. his side. Oh right. Oh, my God. And cannot communicate because it's it has become mentally defective. <laughs> What's the third spell, Tyrell? The third spell? I don't think I have a third spell, actually. I didn't put oh. one, actually, in there. Doesn't need one. You know, he doesn't. He doesn't need a healing spell. That's for sure. Well, I have healing spells that I can cast. But he doesn't need to put it in there because the shield's... And the flesh. Right. I mean, they're very useful spells. Mag- magic course, is fun. Of course they are. Yes. Oh, well, they I keep mean, you from dying. I'll put it like that. The magic you're, is is, you're is, is great in Skyrim. And when I learned out you could, when I learned you could dual cast stuff. Yeah. That's that was, I mean, I was probably level 20 by then. That was AJ's <laughs> make it or break it point. That was, yeah. When I, that was like, I had, I was trying, dice. I was trying to apply flames in, or a healing spell on my left hand or something. And it, I accidentally did flames, and then I accidentally pulled both triggers, and it went. Whoosh. I went, oh my god! Because <laughs> <laughs> what I do with my uh, cat Khajiit, I just like flame the crap out of stuff, and then go up and scratch them, and it does way more damage yeah. because they're on fire, and then I kill stuff easy. I had like a, a nice red guard because I had no. I I still don't know what the appropriate class or a race would be. So like I was just like okay well I'll just you know I'll be this guy cuz he's a red guard that sounds cool. And you know to this day Bart has not died. He's oh, still Bart. out there living. That's my character's name, Bart. Well, you can't die in Skyrim. You come back. I mean, he was taken out a few times. <laughs> I had to revert to a save a time or two. <laughs> uh, is it a uh, is it cheating to save mid-fight? Why would you? Yeah, why would you save mid-fight? That would be awful. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why you would do this. I do not remember what quest line this was on, but I was in some kind of temple, and there was an extremely strong wizard at the very end of it. Was that Maybe wizard's name Malkarin? 
perhaps in uh I don't, you'd remember that. I don't think that's it did you uh, find possibly, a nice glowing sword at the end stuck in a pedestal no no it okay. wasn't that okay I, so was it like a dragon priest an undead guy that just came up and floated no he huh. was I'm pretty sure I had to get past uh some of those uh centurion Dwarven oh. machination oh. things yeah. first yeah okay Maybe I'm mixing two together. I don't know. It could be Brandish. It could be that guy. Anyway. Anyway, he kept killing me with, like, ice spikes. That sounds like Brandish. Yeah. Uh, Brandish? It, yeah. Okay. Did you have to unlock a door, go down a, downstairs into, like, a library kind of thing? And he's, like, behind this desk-looking thing there? Possibly. Yeah, that's definitely that it, dude. And I can't remember which fort that's in, but it's in one of those forts. And it's, like, a bunch of uh, conjurers and stuff in there. Uh, yeah, the, the possibly. Yeah, that kind of sounds right. Anyway, he would hit me like one time with an ice spike, and it drains everything. It about kills you, and yeah. then it like takes your stamina, stamina completely down. down. Yeah. So I had this like to a complete science because I died so many times. Where I had this save at, I was like behind this pedestal, and I would have to wait for him to shoot a spike. It would bounce off the pedestal. Then I would run up. There was like a like an altar up there. I would run up, jump up on top of the altar, jump back, back off. He would shoot an ice spike past me. Then I would run toward him, flame him, knock him down, and scratch him. Then I'd run away and get back behind that pillar. And I'd get him start to, the process over. I'd get them down to about half health, and I would save. And then... I, like if my health was good, like yeah. if my health was bad, I wouldn't save. But I'd save if I got him down, you know, to a certain point. I'd save. Then I'd go back behind a pillar and save again. Yeah, I mean that's not cheating. No, that's, that's I think that's cheating. That's <laughs> tactical saving. Now, here's why that's only beneficial in Skyrim because Skyrim keeps a list of all of your saves. Yeah. In any other game, your save would be replaced. As you know, you play video games. Yeah. So like. If you just decided, listen, I think I need to, you know, get out of here and level up just a little bit. You couldn't do that, you know. True. Yeah. That, so I mean, that that kind of that kind of that kind of that kind of puts the squeeze on you to actually you have to finish this even if you're even if you're way outclassed. Yeah. It always confused me, especially when I was young, when I played games with like multiple saves. Like you could revert to a save. I didn't understand why anybody would want to do that. Yeah. Why would you want to play like? An earlier version of your character. <laughs> that was all. He's I not going to be as old. Oh, yeah, he's <laughs> like not as good then. <laughs> but uh, so what? What are we? What are we excited about next console games? What? What is the number one? I'm excited to get the PS4 at some point. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, no. I I think here's here's honest to goodness truth. The the Xbox Series X is is a really powerful console and i'm sure that it is gonna have its heyday this generation i'm sure it's the go-to not thing. the ps5 is that what you're saying i it's not that i think i think we've reached an equilibrium here between the two consoles yeah between the producers of the consoles the, yeah the i don't i don't think either one of them i don't know that one of them would be better than the other sony's not going down in flames microsoft is not going down in flames there's no, no there's no skin involved in this right um, it's just, it's just where they're going to be because obviously you can't have these two consoles competing on the same market. That's not marketable for anybody, you know? So Sony is doing their thing. Okay. They're, they're revamping things. They're coming, they're, they're using like, what comes to mind is like the early like remakes, Final Fantasy seven, um, uh, uh, medieval, and then even using things to their advantage, like their Spider-Man license. Yeah, 
you know, they are they are pulling that card. So it's you saying it's about exclusives at this point, which I and think that's always, how it is with every all, console. I mean, but that's the thing; it's always been technically. But there are so many people like with when the PS3 came or PS4 came out, all of my friends bought a PS4. I I didn't know, or, or Tyrell was probably the only person that I knew that had an Xbox One. You know, and like I bought it, and and the games on it are really cool. The exclusives for me have kind of dried up, and on the, the Xbox the, Game on Pass. Xbox is that what you're talking? Yeah, about? the the Game Pass is really awesome, but there's a lot of there's this whole getting back to like um, platformers that I'm just I'm not a platform. I don't like platformer games, which is just like side scroller. Yeah, you know, you're jumping from platform to platform. That's where yeah. the term comes from, and it's just like it's a really simplistic game. It can have a really rich story, and it can have. Uh, a you know really awesome gameplay, but it's just not something I'm into. They made a Souls like platformer. Mm-hmm. I can't think of what that's called. Uh, Is it something about ashes or something like that? It might be. At the end of the game, the, the dude has like this like weird like, like heresy. Th- yeah, yeah, thorn crown looking thing. Heresy. Yeah. I think it's called heresy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a it's a two D side scroller. Souls like game mm-hmm. with really hard bosses and mm-hmm. enemies. Yeah, interesting. I mean, but I'm just not into the platforming thing, I, and that's 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 what a lot of people are getting into. That's what I've seen a lot on the why Xbox. Why would anybody be getting into that? The only game, games. It's like Nintendo style stuff. The, like, the only game I've played that I actually liked that was a platformer. I guess you could say is Terraria. I actually like that game. That I, I never played Terraria. Uh, one game that I kind of want to play. Dig Dug. What's <laughs> What's that one game where you're just like this mass of flesh that's killing scientists? You know what I'm talking about? Mass of flesh that's killing scientists? You're like this creature, and like it looks awesome for a side-scroller. Yeah. It's the one side-scroller I would play. Um, but anyway, I started this conversation just to say like Xbox is going to go, I think, in into the realm of like bringing a PC to a console. Mm-hmm. Because they're Microsoft, that's what they'll do. Sony is going to to own the co- console for being a console's sake. You know what I mean? And I, I just pulled up PS Five because I was going to look at some games. Yeah. And video game news. This is this is like top headline. Oh sure. From Complex, man's wife makes him sell his PlayStation Five after realizing it wasn't an air purifier. <laughs> oh my god! That, is that satirical? <laughs> I don't know. It's- no, there it is. Pen Live also reporting. Comic Book also reporting. Newsweek reporting. It's all the same story. Game Rant. She would spend a she would spend five hundred dollars on an air purifier. Of course, I mean if you need it, I mean. How did he trick her into thinking that was an air purifier? Because it looked like it. Oh, hold on. We've got a PS, we've got a PS five restock update right here okay. from thirteen hours ago. Let's go ahead and look at that. Quietly restocked at Target and PlayStation Direct on Thursday, and there were rumors swirling of a restock at Walmart and Best Buy next week. There you go. There you so go, now right they're going to do it quietly so they don't have people beating exactly. the door down. You got 500 bucks laying around to get you one? I mean, maybe not laying around. Like, I don't want to spend 500 I wanted it for Christmas, but of like. Of course. I mean. You're an adult. You can get whatever you want for I Christmas. Can, right. 
Ain't got no wife, ain't got no kids. You're good. Yeah, I can buy whatever I want. Exactly. But, you know, I just don't want to spend $500 for a toy. No one wants to spend $500 when, on When anything. I have people that love me that'll buy stuff for me. They, 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 my parents and my grandparents do you have somebody, and my aunt, they always want to get me something for Christmas. Do you have somebody that will spend $500 on you? The one person that will spend the whole $500? I don't know. Maybe you can get all of your family to chip in a little bit. Yeah, see, that, that was kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. But... That's what that's what my wife did last year with my Switch. She went in with her parents and got me the Nintendo Switch. And See, I was just like, whenever I first saw it, I was like, we can't afford this right now. And like my face, it was it was a good Christmas. Yeah. You know, for her. For she her. just gets her dad to buy stuff. <laughs> I just get my dad. <laughs> no, my dad is a tax uh, collector. What does your daddy do? Pay taxes? For my, uh, for my birthday, my aunt and my mom went in together and bought me a disc golf bag. Yeah. So they're not against going in together or anything. But anyway, that was one, one of the few things that I wanted. I was like, yeah, I'd like to have a PS5. And if they just want to give me most of the money for it or whatever, that's exactly. fine too. gift cards. But at the same time, like, it doesn't look I, I like they're probably just going to have to give me money because they're not going to be able to find a PlayStation. So... You know, I don't know. I don't know what I'm. I mean, it just—it's just not very fun to get. You know, just money, and then you just have to go buy the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, open up a card for Christmas, and that's all you get. I'm excited for anything I get for Christmas because I—I literally, I—I I literally go into Christmas think, thinking, you know, like I'm an adult now. If somebody would just wanted to get me like a fruit cake, I—that—that'd be it. That. <laughs> I would understand. <laughs> I, I love I love Christmas. I love getting gifts and and giving gifts. Oh my gosh. I'm a big gift giver. I I love giving gifts if if I know the gift is like perfect. But if it's like iffy, I'm just like, "Ugh. Really hope you like this. It's yeah. stressful." I am that way sometimes, but like and I'm always like like my mom always talks about how she always, you know, she'd always try to like spend the same amount on me and my sister, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I'm just like, I don't care what I spend on somebody like I I may like what I get for Tyrell maybe ten dollars, but if that thing means as much to him as the thing I had to spend one hundred and fifty dollars on for somebody else, that's what that's what matters to me. I just want it to be the right gift, and if I got to pay a bunch of money for it, I don't really care. Speaking of, I don't think my sister listens to this, so I'm going to say what I got her for Christmas uh, because I think I got her the perfect gift. So last time she was here, like we always talk about going to escape rooms and stuff, and last time she was here, we didn't. I can't remember if we went. There's one in Cersei. Is it open right now? Like COVID, I don't know like if it's COVID open right stuff. Now. See, that was the thing. Um, anyway, we always want to go to an escape room. We've only gone, we've done two together, I think. Yeah, we've done two together. Anyway, last time she was here, we, I don't think we did one. And this time, I don't figure we were going to get to do one. So I got her a uh, Hunt a Killer. Have you seen that? I've seen it. Yeah, they, they have like a subscription thing. It, it's basically, it's not really an escape room. It's just like mystery solving yeah. boxes. Yeah. It's like a game. Yeah, it's like a party game. Yeah. It's, it's really, it looks really cool. Yeah, it's super legit. And I went on the website. I thought it was just a subscription thing or like you could buy like a one-time use or something. They have they have subscription where you get like, if you're on the current, they have seasons. It's like a show or like movies. and Or you, Fortnite. <laughs> you, like you, you play like each episode. So like each month or whatever, they send you an episode. Mm-hmm. And you solve it through the month, and then you get the next episode. Yeah. But you can buy whole seasons that they've already done. Yeah. So I bought her one that was like, uh, like murder at something high or something. Mm. Like it's a high school, like like eighties or eighties nineties high school awesome. thing. Yeah, it's gonna be so fun. So hopefully, yeah, we you can guys do can play it that while. over Christmas. Yeah, we're gonna be playing because she's gonna be here for. 
I, I texted her the other day. I said, hey, when you get here, I'm probably giving you a Christmas present. She's, she's coming in on the 16th. Yeah. I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to wait, and I want you to be able to use it while you're here. And she said, okay, so I'm going to give it to her early, and we're, she's going to be here for three weeks. I'm like, well, we're going to solve this mystery. Dude, that's <laughs> awesome. I want, I, want, I want everybody who listens to this to know that AJ's family unit is, like, so cohesive and so awesome. Like, I could not imagine sitting in a room with my sister playing a video game. <laughs> that would be the the worst thing ever because I would just be annoyed the whole time. My older sister, by the way. Is she not a good gamer? Or she, It's not. It's just, you know, it's just like... She's not the person you hang out with? Or? No, not at all. But she's way older than you, isn't she? No. You're, she was born in 90. I was born in 92. she not go to Concord? Yeah, for a little bit. What's Graduated from Midland. What? Me- Megan. Tate? I mean... Is her last name Tate? Well, it, it was. was. Yeah. Why do I not know her? Like, why do I not... She's in the same class as... Uh, She'd been with my sister, right? If she was a year no, older than no, you? No, she no. Was, she was a year above. She was two, So she was two years older than you? Technically. She was two grades above you. Two grades above. Grade above my sister. Yeah. Don't remember. Mm, probably wouldn't. She, like, went started going to Midland in, like, seventh, eighth grade. Oh, okay. Yeah, I probably wouldn't then. Anyway, Tyra, what about your sister? She plays games, doesn't she? Or did she's yeah. a lot older than you? Though. I forget yeah, that Tyrell has siblings. Yeah, Do you just have a sister? Just one, yeah. just one sister. Oh, Kelly, never met her. My gosh, if you saw Tyrell's niece plays basketball, and it is hilarious how much she moves like Tyrell. Oh my gosh, no. I mean, it's not that that's a bad thing. It's just no. It's Ty- just like you can tell they're related. Like yeah. she runs like Tyrell. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that you know here's the thing here's hilarious. here's here's when I realized that people have certain mannerisms in their movement whenever I was in high school I was I was the resource officer came to me he's like listen you're the guy for this job I need you to dress up in a mascot costume you're going to be Eddie the gun safety eagle Eddie the gun safety. You know, there was also an Eddie the Eagle back in the Olympics in like the 80s that was like a nobody from some farm somewhere that did the luge and like won gold. <laughs> well, anyway. The thing is ahead. like, oh yeah, I remember that movie, The Eagle. Anyway, I haven't even seen that. Anyway. I just knew um, that. Um, yeah. So I was in this full gear, wasn't talking, nothing. I was just acting goofy, walking from classroom to classroom. And this girl that I graduated with, her little sister... How old were you at this time? I was either in 11th or 12th grade. 12th grade, probably. I was in the building. I don't remember you doing this. I wasn't in. I, I wasn't dressed up in the high school. Oh, you went to elementary? Elementary. Oh, okay. I got and, and my classmate's little sister looked at me and said, That's Anthony Tate. I can tell by the way he walks. I was just like, Okay. I've always been. I've never had anything flattering said about my walk. I had a principal that sarcastically called me strut. And and then I had a teacher who said, You look like a you look like a penguin when you walk. You just You can yeah, a little you just you I would call it more like a bebop. Because you're always with your I did, did I send you that video of that guy that was walking just like you? I don't know if you dressed said it was me. in in that uh he's wearing like old timey golf gear. 
carrying his bag and he was like sauntering through there and it looked just like something you would do and uh, he like spun around and I was it like, sounds familiar you may need to send I that to me again that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that wasn't that long ago was it that was like no, maybe a month maybe yeah, ago probably. okay I'm gonna have to look on the group chat I, I probably still have the video I can just show it to you you'll never find it oh, anyway uh, oh, what was that that reminded me of something when you when you were talking about that uh, just walking like people. oh yeah the other day um, at church uh, on Wednesday night, we have our kids thing, mm-hmm. and uh, we pulled out a couple really old ones. Like we did, like the "I Exalt Thee" chorus. Yeah, and I was at, after it. Me and me and handsome Malachi and Rachel were talking, and he mm-hmm. was like, he was like, "Man, that's like old school, like Chris Tomlin or something." I was like, or Matt Redman, and I was I was like, I thought that was like a hymn or something. And he was like, "No, no," he said that was like a Matt Redman. He said that's back from in the. Day. Did you find it? Anyways, you said that's like a Matt Redman. What, what, watch the guy walk. Is this not something you would do? That little, little. That little swagger. Yeah, and then he spins. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. Yeah, I sent that to, I think Seth and said, who does this remind you of? And he said Anthony. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, yeah, we were talking about that. And Hans was like, yeah, that was like back there like with, I am a friend of God. And we were like, yeah. oh. And, dude. Uh, Hans said, <laughs> no, Rachel said, all I remember is that Anthony loved that song. <laughs> I would sing that song. I wouldn't. I grew up hearing that song whenever I was like six. I was like, I can see him now, like doing his little shuffle dance and snapping his finger. That, yes. (laughs) I am a friend of God. Calls me friend. So, just so you know, your legacy lives on. Oh, that's beautiful. That's that really touches my heart. Thank you. Oh, I was, I was. Forget that. We're off on the console because I'm on. I'm on a rant. Yeah, right we're on. We're going off on on common life. Common life and uh, the memoirs of the commoners of D and D before the commoners of D and D. Yeah, um, we're gonna write a book. It was it was really funny the other day because we were going. There was ball game at Concord, and you know it's like limited seating, COVID, all that. So anyway, there's not that many people in there. But after the game, I was leaving. And uh, one of our youth leaders and some of the kids were standing around outside, and she was like, hey, AJ, we're going to get pizza if you want to come with us. I was like, okay, sure. So me, Hanson, and Rachel went with them, and we went to Pizza Hut. And on the way over there, um, three of the kids rode with me, and one of the girls, she's like 13. It was like two 13, 14-year-old girls with me. And she was like, hey, hook me up to the ox and let me play uh, – Truck City, which was the song that my, me and my friends did in high school. Oh my gosh, dude! No, they know all the words to that. And did you ever listen to Hunter Cornelison's one? The uh, it's been so long. Craig I may and have Peter to it once. What you, is it? Craig and Peter about the goat and the rabbit that are friends, and he one takes time. Them, takes them to, to the club. Once. Okay. Anyway, they know all the words to those two things, and I was like, that is hilarious. One girl that goes to church with us did a report. On Truck City or something for art class. I don't know what they were talking about, but yeah. And I was like, and it, uh, they also said that the our frisbee video that we made for for school that gets used for examples all the time when they're oh doing projects. Gosh. And I texted Hunter and I was like, Hey, I don't know if you know this or not. I said, but they are kids are still playing your Craig and Peter song off of YouTube. And he said, I don't know whether to be embarrassed or <laughs> flattered. <laughs> Because he's like a fully functioning adult now. Yeah, he sells insurance. Yeah. And he's out here. It's weird for me to think about Hunter Cornelison in that way because, I mean, it's like 
he was always i mean he's super popular super great guy but like i always thought him like he's just this goofy guy who hangs out with a bunch of goofballs yes and he's like one of the most fully functioning adults i've seen yeah and i I was saying we need to do like a part two of that song or something and he was like yeah we could he said just as long as none of my my customers hear about or hear (laughs) he was like they'd probably say who is this and why is he handling my insurance (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh uh so listen if you happen to be a customer of hunter cornelison don't bring this up or do and ask for a discount i'm gonna probably bleep his last name out <laughs> yeah probably because i just said everything that he wouldn't wanted me to say nobody's gonna no nobody listens to this cares anyway but maybe there might be there could be somebody Blackmail. yeah i mean <laughs> they know where we go to school they they know your age yeah, they, they know could I live. They, hackers could figure that they out. could easily come find me people could so they could find me so easy yep you could have a stalker outside this window right now watching us make this podcast my mom's probably listening from the other room. So you're saying super, your mom's a stalker? Super, super fan, Debbie Cannon. Hashtag super fan. Hashtag super fan. We got to give her a, an award or something. Yeah, we should for most loyal listener. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. What's next? What's next on this podcast episode? Um, this is a long one too, isn't it? We're, we're almost to two hours. Okay, yeah. Um, Shoot, we hope we hope that your ear has been filled with like you know, Christmas joy, <laughs> with like just listening pleasure. You know, I uh, watched I watched a movie the other day. Me and my mom did, mm-hmm. and uh, I had seen a preview. Commoners for it. at the movies, everybody. Uh, this it was is originally Seth's movie minute, but in your film, <laughs> that's what we're in we'll your film. It. Yeah, okay. Um, we were to- we talked about uh, like uh streaming exclusive movies before like how they're not you know they don't seem to be as good we watched a hulu one the other day that i saw an ad for on youtube so uh maybe y'all have too it's called uh shoot about a girl in a wheelchair that like her mom is has like that syndrome where she keeps her kids sick on purpose uh, uh, munchausen's by proxy that's what it's. That's what the is that what that disorder is called? My yeah. mom said it the other day when we were watching the movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hulu movie about Run. It's called Run. Oh, okay. Great movie. Great movie. Thriller. Kind of scary. Isn't it based on a true story? Pretty sure it is. I don't know. It's probably based. It's probably like true events inspired it. But I don't know about that. I think. I think it's. Pretty... I don't. I didn't see anything on there that. But the way. I don't want to give anything away in case people want to watch it. And I probably already did give stuff away, but it's it's pretty easy to tell early on that like there's something shifty about her mom. Mm-hmm. But though, oh my gosh, it's just so good. You, you've never watched a thriller movie before. It reminded me of like Misery. Did you ever watch Stephen King's Misery? I remember watching that when mm-hmm. I was young. I don't remember that much about it other than like it was terrifying because he couldn't move, and she's like the same way because she's she's confined to a wheelchair. And she's like trying to sneak around her house and stuff. So it just adds a whole nother level of that just like dread feeling. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Like, did you see uh, Don't Breathe? I haven't seen that still. Mm-hmm. still the the one with the deaf guy? Anita. Or I mean the blind guy? Yeah, blind guy. Yeah, and they get in his house and he like, all his other senses are heightened because. Because yeah. he's blind. He's yeah. Had to, yeah. 
And it's like you're in his realm when you're in the dark. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Anyway, that just that whole thing was intense. I, yeah, dude, I love. But it great movies. Movie. Yeah, I Run. love it when movies like flip the script like that. Like, okay, these guys are going to do something bad, but the you know it gets flipped on them. Yeah. Like, um, house uh, last house on the left. Have you ever seen that? It's an awesome thriller movie. Oh yeah, and the parents end up killing the rapists. Right. Yeah. Good movie. Yeah. Did, you decent. remember how the last death worked out? The Stuck dad his head was in the like microwave. A, yeah, dad was like a brain surgeon, like numbed him, numbed him, but like like no no paralyzed him, but didn't numb him. Or yeah, so like put his head in a microwave that he rigged up to work without the without the uh, door on. Oh my god! And like f- scrambled him, dude. That's oh. so bad. Oh, but it was oh everything about it. The movie's been out for a while, so like that's why we don't say spoiler alert, okay? Yeah, I should have said spoiler alert about Run, but anyway, yeah, that's that's a good one. And if you have Hulu, you should check that out. And it's an exclusive, and it's really oh, good. Fun. And the visuals are great. Like the music was great. It all got. I mean, it all pulled together really well. Just the way they, I don't know. It was just it was well filmed, well written. Acting was good. Mm-hmm. Just a good movie. Do you have Hulu? I do. You I do. do. Yeah, I, yeah. I go watch it. I've got just about every streaming platform. Well, not every. I won't say every, but I've got I've got the big do, three. Do, do you have satellite too? No. Okay. Well, I was going to say you're I cut paying the cable. as much for. No. You cut the cable. I cut the cable. Oh we yeah, got, y'all y'all have cable out there, don't you? Or maybe. do you not have cable? We could. I've got I've got internet Can you get through Batesville Independence all County. the way out there. I don't know. I've got I've got I've got um, internet through Independence County cable. Oh, okay. So you, you might could. If Maybe. They, if, yeah. If I wanted to. Anyway, if you yeah, if you got Hulu. Yeah. Check that out. If you like scary slash thriller movies, does, does Haley like those kind of movies? Kind of, yeah. We kind of get into them. I like more monster movies, but, you know, whatever. They used to terrify me as a kid. Kind of in between, yeah. you know. Have you guys ever seen uh, Crimson Peak? Movie? I want to see it. It's a good movie. Is that a Guillermo movie? del Toro? It, uh, that's why I want to see it. It's good. It's newer. It's like it, 2014. Yeah. I don't think it's eighteen actually. Eighteen, yeah. okay. What what Crimson Peak? Crimson Peak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It has a uh, Tom Hiddleston in it, the yeah. guy who played Loki on yeah. Thor. Yep. Yeah. It's got him. Yeah. And it's got the. I think that's the girl that played Alice in Alice in Wonderland. I think it has the. I believe it. The girl. I, I believe think, it. Yeah. Is who that is? Yeah. Um. What what's it? What's a, a plot? It, it's it it revolves around being haunted. Is from what I can tell. It, it's got a murder story to it too. Boom. And uh, extreme hauntings. Yeah, and the the girl, <clears throat> she kind of has like this thing. <clears throat> excuse me, kind of this paranormal thing about her where she can see dead people. I see dead people. Nobody else can see. Okay. Uh, Got a sixth sense, and she can kind of like talk to them and stuff. Kind of, but yeah, it's it's a really good story. Uh, really weird, creepy stuff going on. I really like it though. Uh, another movie I want to see that I think just came out is that, uh, is it Antlers or Antlers? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's about a Wendigo. Yeah, it yeah. is about a Wendigo. And it's another Guillermo del Toro movie. Yes. Here's the thing. I don't know if you know Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro, but like he, if, did you ever watch the old Hellboy movies? No. Crap. Was he... He was. Did he direct them? Or he what? didn't. Yeah. Is he, he was, a director? Kinda. Yeah. But he like what his focus is is like realism, like in 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 the visuals, not in the plot. I mean, Hellboy is definitely not yeah. realist, <laughs> but like he doesn't use CGI as much. 
He uses oh. actual like so it, it 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 adds so much of a of a layer to the production. So like tenacious D pick of destiny type graphic kind of stuff. Kind of, except better. Because that's what that's what Hellboy always looks like to me. Like he, like like uh, like plastic. <laughs> <laughs> like okay, let me pull this up real quick. Um, all these prosthetics. All yeah. of it. Yeah, that's why it looks weird. He he has he, that is an actual animatronic zombie in this. In See this. that that kind of stuff turns me off. It looks like Star Wars, early Star Wars. Like, have you seen the have you seen the commercials for the movie? I mean, it's it's been out for a long time. The Shape of Water, where there's this this woman who works in this secret underground base, and like forms a connection with this aquatic creature that people are uh, some people uh, i just saw like 10 minutes of it while i was waiting on hibachi to come out <laughs> but like yesterday okay yeah. and like like the just it's this you know zany plot but like it's an actual actor sitting in an actual suit that that like maybe the face was cgi because it moved quite a bit but if it wasn't that's even more impressive but like you know it's it's the old argument like why is Lord of the Rings more iconic than the Hobbit? Because they put more work into the Lord of the Rings with like the orcs were actual people that were given makeup and prosthetics yeah. whereas the Hobbit it was almost 100% CGI. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. okay. You know. It adds to the quality of the film. Yeah. It makes it more iconic. To a point. I said there I get like Jurassic I'm- Park versus Jurassic World. I, I remember when like when Jurassic Park or Jurassic Park, <laughs> when Lord of the Rings came out, you know, I watched that as a kid over and over and over. Yeah. And I watched The Hobbit maybe twice. Exactly. All the way through. Yeah. Maybe. I, I it's a it's a neat story, but it's just like okay. Yeah. Well, you they know. didn't put. It's like <laughs> you can tell how much work they did in Lord of the Rings in comparison to The Hobbit. It's mm-hmm. just it was. You can exactly. just look at it. Just, exactly. Yeah. It is very iconic. Mm-hmm. Very iconic. And Guillermo del Toro, that's. That is his claim to fame, is his authenticity in the production of said films. Okay. Uh, he also came out with this movie that was like, I think it's in Spanish, but I still had to watch it, uh, called like Labyrinth, or not Labyrinth, um, Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, I, I have not Labyrinth. seen that. It looks really good. So good. Yeah. It's so good. Even though, you know, you have to read subtitles. I'm not a subtitle reader. Uh, so, you know, hey, dub, not sub. Not- I don't care. Um, <laughs> but like, subtitles... Uh, aside this was a really awesome movie you know is is in world war ii uh this little girl her dad is like a general or something and like she goes into like the mythical pan you know the fawn goes into his labyrinth and he's like grotesque like He's scary looking. And there's this creature like called the Watcher or something. Yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't have any eyes on its face, but its eyes are in its palms. So it looks around like this. Oh gosh. Yeah. And it's it's like, like out of Silent Hill. And you've got this little girl who's like navigating all of this. It's so neat. Yeah. It's so it's pretty cool. Guillermo del Toro did that, you know. Uh, like to look into his stuff. You saying something, Tyrell? No, oh, I was gonna say uh Go ahead, go ahead. I'll tell. I'll tell. I'll tell. I was gonna ask. I just this just came to mind when you were telling me about that movie. What is the movie? Kid goes to a library, gets this book, lays down like in the center of the place, reads it. Story 
movie takes place inside the book. Like he's reading. Is it, it. a cartoon? No, no. Oh. It sounds familiar. It some kind of adventures. Um, I know there's a there's a there's like a flying dog thing. Never ending story. The never ending story. Never ending story. I've been waiting for years for somebody to tell me the name. Of that. I have been told that the book is way better. Well. Of course, we watched that. I think my sister read the book when we were young, and we watched that movie. And I remember like it scared me for some reason. (laughs) But one part that stands out in my mind where I was like traumatized was like that gate that they had to walk through, and like only the chosen one could walk through, or whatever. And that guy, he was he's watching, and like that soldier looking guy tries to walk through it and dies. Mm. Like that just I don't want to scared me. What about the The, horse? I I I remember some scene about a horse. I'll tell you this: going through a marsh, and the horse dies. Yeah, that probably also freaked me out. Well, I'll tell you the scene that freaked me out is whenever the kid encounters the wolf thing in its lair that he ends up like stabbing and killing. You I, never, re- I haven't watched it. You haven't seen? You remember that? I don't remember that particularly. I'll look up the scene after we get done here and I'll okay. show it to you. It's very freaky looking because like for its time anyway, you know, because I mean, it was what, 90? Yeah, it, looked, it looked like the Dark Crystal. I mean, it, it, one of those yeah. type of feel. Like, like well, okay, it, it's yeah. like the this werewolf kind of large wolf kind of warg i guess kind of looking thing mm-hmm. is like in the shadows and they made like its eyes like bright green with like the mm-hmm. snake slits in it yeah. so it's like very creepy looking you know and you can kind of see its face and it's yes. like moving and it has like this really gruff voice and stuff it's like yes, oh my god i remember this i need to see if this is on hulu because i'm having like repressed memory recalls right now. i, I haven't I, i've only watched very little bits of the never-ending story i was just never really into it because i didn't like the whole puppeteer thing growing up that, that didn't really it bother makes me. it freaky. To me, it made it really freaky, and I wasn't really, I just wasn't into it. What's some other stuff that's got the pup? I mean, I like like the Muppets. Yeah, of like course. Like Kermit and all of course. that. No, I mean, Star Wars, yeah. the original Star Wars. Had the a lot original of Star Wars was, yeah. was Puppet. Well, I'm not a Star Wars guy, and I all the nerds listening to this probably want to kill me right now. I'm not a Trek, <laughs> I'm not a Star Trek guy. Either. I've never watched any kind of Star Trek. Okay, but the, I, uh, Star Wars, not a fan. The original Star Trek, like it. New stuff. Like the TV show? What about The Next Generation with uh, Jean-Luc Picard? I haven't ever watched it, so I'm not going to... I've heard that Picard is... is, I've heard Next Generation is amazing. I've never watched it, so I'm not going to comment on that. I will go out on a limb and try The Next Generation. It might be pretty good, but the original, like, old series is... Pretty yeah. good. Even though some of it's cheesy as crap. Of course. Star Wars to me. 70s, man. Yeah. I, I got thrown off by the first movies. I, I think I might... I don't know. The the early, the early first movies... The like worst. the first that came out or yeah. the first in the series? No, the first actual movies. They threw me for a loop so bad just because it was so... I mean, it looked like they were flying like Lego creations around. Yeah, absolutely. Which I understand it was way before its time. but mm-hmm. I, And I, I hate to be that close-minded about it, but I couldn't, I couldn't even follow the story. Yeah. The second round of them with Darth Maul and all that, mm-hmm. I liked those. Everybody says those are the bad ones. Nah, uh, they, they, everybody's retracted their statements on that because <laughs> of the new trilogy. Because the new, new ones? <laughs> yeah. And and I actually I read an article on like this. one of them. Okay. I read an article about this last night, and uh, the reason that, I guess, a, a, a lot of its problems being that J.J. Um, Abrams, the guy who directed Star Trek, the new Star Treks, um, he stepped in for Star Wars. And he established, you know, first off, they played it too safe. They relied too much on the older characters in the first movie and then killed Han Solo. And then like, and then after that, they hired this guy, Ryan Johnson. And Ryan Johnson just completely disregarded everything that happened in the previous movie. And it was, it was too daring. They, they went out on too much of a limb, like gave Leia too many force powers 
all of that stuff. And then the third one, they went back to J.J. Abrams to try to salvage the mess, and it just it was a dumpster fire. The, that, that's the latest ones that came out. Yeah. yeah. Does At anybody the, like them? I've never heard one good thing. I never about. even watched the third one. Yeah, I, I only watched the first one. We went what, to the, were you there when we went to the movies and watched that? Hey, time? listen, can I spoil it for you guys? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. The new ones. So, spoiler alert: the the the, the girl, the main character Ray. Daisy Ridley Ray. Um, she it turns out in the third movie they throw you this absolute curveball that she is Emperor Palpatine's granddaughter. Yeah. Okay. I figured. Oh, out of nowhere, they killed Snoke in the second. Like movie. dark side, she's dark side. Like she's darks the 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 dark side emperor's daughter. Yeah. But is right, she right, on? Right. Still on? She's the... on the light side of the force because she's trained by Luke Skywalker. Okay. Um, and the thing is, like, they threw that out of nowhere because they killed Snoke in the second movie and absolutely ended any kind of plot that there could have been oh. with that. Okay. They could have gone further with it. And then at the end of the movie, somebody looks at her and says, what's your name? And, I mean, it was Ray Palpatine, but she goes, Ray Skywalker. And everybody made a meme out of it, like, my name is Ray Star Wars. <laughs> you know, like stuff like that, you know. So that was just... Okay. It was, it was a dumpster fire. Here's here's my my... Issue with with three in particular, or, or was it nine? I guess now mm-hmm. that okay, Palpatine should have been dead. Mm-hmm. He got blown up in the, the Death Star at the end. Of he it. was cloned. Is the thing that that version of him right there <laughs> is not you, cloned. Yeah, the oh, people you're right, listening you're right. that is can not see the commitment and just the. I don't even know how to explain the look that was just on Andy's face. I, 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 if my wife listened to this, she would tell you it's the same face I made when she made me wake up on a Saturday and we went to Dollar General to buy groceries and I was picking out toothpaste and I picked out, uh, had one, I picked out one that was just about the exact same and it was a dollar more. She goes, so what's the difference in these two? And I just didn't want to have it because it was early Saturday. I just wanted to sleep. I said, I don't know. It's a better product. <laughs> I had to be the same. It had to be the same face that I gave him. She Probably. won't let me live that down. But anyways, uh, anyways, he should have been dead from the from the explosion of the Death Star. Yes, the Death Star. He should have been dead from that straight off right there. Never should have brought him back. Should have had Snoke. But I see why because of the whole eight. That being the Knights issue. of Ren or what. Well, them killing oh. Snoke off. Was oh a yeah, in eight. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes, that was a mistake because provided no backstory for him. Yeah. Which I mean, if they were gonna go with it, cool. But like, okay, let's make a memorable villain that we're just gonna kill. I think the Mandalorian yeah. kind of references Snoke in a couple of places. Oh, series. does it? Yeah. Is Mandalorian any good? Oh, I've heard that it's, it is. is it is amazing, my dude. It is. Absolutely. Is it a completely different story than Star Wars? It's in the same universe. It's. It takes. Here's the thing. Here's uh, and and this was in that same article that I read while while the trilogy crashed and burned, but while the Mandalorian is is doing so well because they're they're doing something new. They're taking these two characters that are based off of fan favorites, that being Boba Fett and Yoda. Those are two fan favorites, and they're taking their likeness and kind of going in a new direction with it. You know, it's just like you hear about Jedi, but you don't. You know, Ahsoka Tano makes an appearance yep. in the newer season. Yep. Um, it's 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 tying things together, 
but also forging its own path. Do you, do you have to it's watch space the movies Western. to understand it? The, okay, Ahsoka, Ahsoka. That's hard. Ahsoka is from the animated Clone Wars. Clone Wars, yeah. which is the, amazing. And the Rebel. The Rebels. Tyrell, have reference. you watched these things, it. or do you just know this? I I, I haven't watched the Clone Wars series. I, I I love Clone Wars. I've heard like it's really I, I'll good. tell you right now. I feel have, so out of place. If you have Netflix, if you have if you have Disney Plus, watch the Clone Wars because they did so well with it. I've just made I made I watch a lot of stuff that makes the connections mm-hmm. make sense, you know, on YouTube. So yeah, he's watched like twenty he, minute. You know the whole story videos. because some, some guy did his analysis or whatever. Yeah, but like it's like an hour long analysis of like the whole story. Or I've watched like Clone Wars twice and I don't regret it. That's it. It, it looks like it's good. It, I, it makes it makes Anakin Skywalker such a such a. I prefer the voice actor for Anakin more than I do the actor who played Anakin. Not not to disparage him at all, because Hayden Christensen, sure, he's a great actor. I love the movie Jumper that he was in, all of that, but like... You mean it's not like sand, it's irritating, and it gets everywhere? I don't like sand. It's coarse. Rough. It gets everywhere. He like put on this British accent. I don't know if he did or not, but I just wanted to do that. I don't even know what you're talking about. You would have to watch. It's episode two of the new Attack new, of the Clones. The, the, yeah, the the third one, the third uh, the no, no, no. trilogy, no, the no, newest no. ones. No, 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 no. It's the middle the trilogy. 2000. The ones that came out when we were kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just remember there was there was the banners of Darth Maul in Walmart, and it was scary because I did not. That was, like it. That was episode one. Yeah. Either Which, way. by the way, Darth Maul comes back yeah. in the Clone Wars. You need to watch it. Yeah. They they developed him so much. Oh man. And then they brought him into the solo movie, which was terrible. I mean, I get, I hated Solo because it was so boring. It was so boring. Don't waste your time. Just not a Star Wars. I'm not a Star Wars. Rogue One. Rogue One. Best. Best thing to come out of Disney getting. uh, Rogue One. Getting Star Wars. It's a it's a story. Mandalorian and Rogue One, and also I mean, season seven of Clone Wars was really good. Rogue One takes place in between what happens. Like it kind of explains. It butts right up against A New Hope, yeah, the very the, first Star Wars movie that came yeah. out. Actually, the end of that movie actually takes place as that's happening. Yep. That Darth Vader scene of him entering that that shuttle at the where they cut like the hole through that door and is th- amazing. That's that's why it was so awesome. They created new characters and they they had this whole plot that was amazing and referenced Darth Vader in it and then had Darth Vader in action. That's what sold the movie was Darth Vader. You got to see him ripping through people like he didn't care because <laughs> he amazing. didn't. It is amazing. Because he was about to start his journey of self-discovery through Luke. He didn't know about Luke and Leia at the time. Ladybug. He he saw Ladybug for reference, folks. We might cut this out. Um, you know what is a good space movie? The Martian. The Martian. That- oh, Matt Damon. Also, Interstellar. I was going to bring up a space series that I actually got into recently from Netflix. Uh, Lost in Space. I want to watch it's it. It's good. It's really, really good. I, like I watched the movie back when. Is I don't it actually know. Actually, somebody lost in space. It's like it's the about old the, series. there's there's a there's an old series from the seventies called Lost in yeah. Space. It's like the Did Robinsons. They, are they yeah, the Robinson. The yeah, family yeah. Robinson. The Swiss family Robinson no. in space. Close. Yeah, kind of. I guess. Yeah. 
kind of. See, whenever I was a kid, you guys probably won't remember this. When I was a kid, there was this this movie that came out that I mean, of course, this was during the hype when they made um, made little uh, action figures for every single action mo- or any movie that had any measure of action that came out in it. Lost in Space was one of them, and uh, I mean, it goes through this plot. And the guy who played Joey from Friends, Matt LeBlanc. Yeah. He played the security officer and at one point you had these little spider monsters jumping around and like he's like everybody go go and like he turns around pulls his his gun up and like this big metal thing You're talking like, about the one that they made like around right around like 99 or 2000 something like that. Yeah, yeah. I watched that one. Okay, yeah. yeah. And Gary like he Oldman's turns ever? around and it's like this 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 bad a scene where he like turns around and he's shooting stuff and like, like this metal armor just goes and goes all around him so he can't get attacked and he's just like and I, I like whenever I saw that as a kid I was like that is that is fire that is lit that is that that you just can, didn't know those words would be used that like can, that at that time yeah that can light my candle any time of day okay Wherever I saw that, and I was just like, Joey, he's doing it, man. He's making it happen. This make this man sign a contract for six more movies just like this. <laughs> I was probably eight years old. <laughs> and you thought all of that. No, not really, but you know, now it's that like, I can Whoa man. Mm-hmm. I thought that was the coolest thing. You know what's also a great movie? Possibly low key, my favorite movie of all time. Low key. I'm talking low key here. Mm-hmm. Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Never seen it. Dude, you talk about this often. Have I said this before? I, I don't know about on, on the, the podcast, pod. not on the pod here, but like I've heard you mention Secret Life. Let me tell you something. That is a life changing movie. My wife will never watch it. Why? She absolutely hates Ben Stiller. Why? With a passion. Why? Though? Wants to punch him in the face. Why? What did he do? I think she just thinks he's stupid and has a stupid face. <laughs> That's a terrible reason to not like somebody. Well, you know. When you want to tell my pregnant wife that, go ahead. I'll tell her any day. <laughs> tell her to listen to this when it comes out. Haley, you need to watch. I don't know if she's going to listen to it. Secret Life of Walter Mitty. I'm saying you go find this moment of this podcast you play it for so I can tell her. I mean, she she would listen to you, AJ. She just wouldn't take your advice. And you wouldn't. It's, well, you can. Have you not watched Secret Life of Walter no. I haven't either. Neither one of you have no. watched Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Okay, well, you know. Is he like We're done here. Wait, is this the one where he like he sees himself in like like a magazine and lives that adventure and then actually wants to go out and do Yeah, you're you're you've obviously seen a trailer. Yeah. I've seen no, a trailer. That's not what it it's not what it looks like. He's a guy now here's a guy <laughs> here's a guy that works for Time magazine. That's it. Time magazine going out of business. Okay, they're going. They're going down. It's okay, n- they're going like online or something. Anyway, now here's a guy, Ben Stiller's character, Walter Mitty, who hasn't really experienced much in life. He's he's just kind of down. He's a boring guy. He's never done anything, yeah. and like he spaces out mm-hmm. in everyday life. Just like sees mm-hmm. a picture of like somebody doing something. He's like, man, that could be me. Yeah, and like that whole scene crashes around him mm-hmm. in these brilliant visuals and stuff that they've put into this movie and then all of a sudden he snaps back to reality and the reason he's having these like space out moments is because he's never actually experienced anything and he's just like it's the secret life of Walter Mitty because like nobody really knows this guy mm-hmm. like he's just this boring guy mm-hmm. that there, there's this totally awesome guy that takes pictures for Time Magazine 
he sends them to Ben Stiller's character, and he like develops the photos and puts them in, in the magazine. That's all he does. Mm-hmm. So there's you here's a guy out here in in the world that's like taking pictures of volcanoes and stuff, and then here's a guy that's doing all the work for him, not doing anything fun in a in a dark room developing photos. John okay. Madden, everybody. John Madden. <laughs> That's a terrible John Madden. <laughs> Here's a guy. <laughs> Have you ever heard of, what's his name? Do the Frank Caliendo. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if if the quarterback throws the ball into the end zone and the receiver catches boom. it, boom. That's going to be a touchdown. <laughs> Anytime, okay, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Walter Mitty, he ends up. The photographer guy has sent him a picture, supposedly, that is going to be the last photo, last cover of Time magazine, okay? It's because they're going out of business or whatever. Right. Sends it to him. They can't find the picture. It's number whatever. This one's not in here. And meanwhile, Derek from Step Brothers has come in because he's like the co- he's like going to be the coordinator of like the company takeover or whatever. And he plays basically the exact same character as Derek from Step Brothers, but as like a business executive. (laughs) Like a serious role. Yeah, so it's the same kind of thing. Not singing Sweet Child of Mine. No, but not not serious. He's like a complete jerk. It's the exact same. Like he's making fun of Walter Mitty and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, Walter Mitty can't find this picture. Ends up like, I'm going to have to go find this guy or like... This magazine is not going to make it, you know, like we're not going to get this last picture. I'm going to get fired and not, you know, get any money and all this stuff. So he goes on this whirlwind adventure around the world, tracking down this photographer who doesn't have a phone, like old school guy, ends up finding him like in the mountains of Tibet or something, trying to take pictures of a snow leopard. Anyway, it takes him forever to find him. Like he grows out a beard, and he's like just going on this adventure that he's never had in his life. And then it, he, you know, he kind of finds himself through that. Mm-hmm. And the visuals are insane. The music is great. The plot is is insane. It ends up. Spoiler alert! No, I'm not. If you haven't seen this, I can't tell you. you I don't even know that you're going to go watch this. I probably won't. It's it's just the defining moment of the whole movie. Okay, tell me. They have this relationship. The photographer guy and Ben Stiller's character have a relationship. They've never met each other, but they just have this relationship. This guy takes in great pictures. Ben Stiller makes sure they look great and makes sure they get on, on the on the magazine every single time. He always does it. And so they just like they, you know, they're kind of pen paling it, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. this is the photo or whatever. He sends him the last roll of pictures, and the one's not in there. Well, he also sent him a wallet, like just as a gift, like, hey, here's to the last magazine or whatever. Ends up, he put the the negative of the photo that uh, that he needed was in the wallet the whole time, and he left the wallet back at home. And he finds him in the mountains of Tibet or wherever it is. It's probably not Tibet. And he's like, "I can't, I can't find the picture." And they're sitting up there trying to be quiet because he's trying to take a picture of the snow leopard. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "I, I put it, put it in the wallet." He's like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, I put it in the wallet. I thought." Thought it'd be cute. <laughs> and he was like, why would you do that? And he was like, do you realize what I've had to go through and all this? Anyway, goes back home, get finds the picture, and then the Derek from Step Brothers guys, like being a big jerk about it, ends up the picture for the last Time magazine is a picture of, of Walter Mitty, like looking at negative photos. Like that was the final... I mean, is that not just wholesome? That's that's a wholesome. Image. It'll hit you right in the heartstrings every time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that that's what fires me up about the whole movie. Like, 
he was forced to go on this adventure that like he needed for his life and really didn't even have to go on it. And then he gets his reward at the end because mm-hmm. the guy he is, is like, the Tom. He's the Tom. He magazine is Tom guy. Magazine, right? Yeah. yeah. That gum, so good. Such a great movie. You, That's good. You got to watch it. Yeah, I feel like I have to. It's great. It's funny. It's Haley will not laugh at Ben Stiller. <laughs> she will. She will not laugh at Ben Stiller. Has she ever of... watched a movie with Ben Stiller in it? Yeah. What? That's why she doesn't like him. What? What movie? I don't know. What is he even in? <laughs> I, <laughs> Night at the Museum. Oh, Night at the Museum. She hated. Uh, do, does parents. anybody? Do y'all get uh, Ben Stiller and Steve Carell confused? No. I always cross them up. No. I would never do that. <laughs> They're Steve, nothing alike. Steve Carell is like our generation's uh, crap. Why can't I think of Steve Martin? No. Steve Martin. Steve Martin is an abomination. <gasps> oh, my. Okay. This is Steve this Martin is not edge. funny. This is where this is this is this is where I kill AJ. I'm sorry. <laughs> what, tell me, Quincy. One, it was nice knowing you, but tell me one funny thing Steve Martin's ever done. First off, okay, the guy. Have you seen the jerk? No. He as a stand. Okay, that's why you've never seen the jerk. Won't watch it if it's got Steve Martin in it. See, there what, you go. What instrument does he play? The banjo, yeah, but, the most hilarious of all instruments. Right, it's that's what you play if you're trying too hard to be funny. No, he's talented, man. He's in a banjo group of folks that was on Jay Leno one night. All they play is banjos? Yeah, and they do amazing. I he's can't am- imagine anything more annoying. He takes that. it serious, man. He's not like, he's not playing it for kicks. He's like playing Steve it cuz he enjoys it. Please, for the love of all that is holy, before you cast off Steve Martin as 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 an abomination. Watch the jerk. Okay. 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 I'll give it a chance. I mean, he but, has some of his stand up bits, like but, like whenever he did stand up. Uh, one second. Yeah, whenever he fine. did stand up, he'd always end a set the same way. He he would, and it was in the seventies, so I was like, you know, you might have heard this joke since you know it's dawn. But he'd be like, uh, he'd be like. Well, all right, then I'm leaving, and I don't need anything or any one of you except this glass. I need this glass and maybe this bowl. And he'd take stuff from the audience members' tables or whatever and walk out the door, and he goes, and I don't need anything else either. And he'd leave, and it was hilarious. And You're literally explaining all the reasons I don't think he's funny right now just by telling me that one thing. That one joke? That sickened me. Just picturing that. Just this guy who he thinks he's funny, Anthony. No, he doesn't think he's funny. He's hilarious. He's a, he's a comedic genius. And if it wasn't for him, there would be so many things that would not be here today. Tyrell, input. God. I'm trying to think. He was in Nothing Desmond, Funny. Father of Nothing Any Good. Father of the Bride. Yeah, that, yeah, he was funny in that. I thought that was actually a pretty funny You movie. ask anybody over 40 right now, ask him if Steve Martin is funny, they will emphatically say, yes, Steve Martin. Yeah, they call Martin. him Funny Man Steve Martin. I don't know who calls him that. that I've heard that before. Funny well, man I feel like you've um, made that up funny just man. to hate this guy. No, me and my sister used to say that because we'd make fun of him because she doesn't like him either, I don't think. Well, her favorite A's band is Bon Jovi, so like I'm not really. Yeah, I think I don't know. She one she, time, one time she was here like over Christmas or something. Me and my mom were gone, came in the house, and she was playing the Doors. Dude, she's gotten out there. 
Get her out of here. Who listens to the doors? Uh, I mean, I'm not saying this about your sister, of course, but like I know several stoners that listen to the doors. Well, I can imagine if you're stoned, it probably sounds pretty good. Yeah. Jim Morrison. The organ is way too much. Oh, man. You know, Jim Morrison thought that he was haunted, or not haunted, but possessed by the spirit of a Native American man. <laughs> Did you know that? No. I learned that from a stoner that really was delved deep into Jim Morrison. I mean, I just don't know how you can play an organ that much and think it sounds good. I mean, ask Kansas. <laughs> Carry on my way. They play it well, though. It, that's a good organ Did sound. They? There's a lot of organ in that song. On Carry On My Way, where's That had an organ not, solo I'm really, in that song. You know, yeah, you're true. I, I'm not a big organ guy, but The Doors mm-hmm. on... Just for clarification. What's that? Come on, baby, light my fire. That yeah. is one of the worst songs ever made. Okay, well, I mean, you can say that with some sort of expertise. I will say um, I don't exactly agree. Because there are songs like Gucci Gang that exist. That's also terrible, yeah. But like Gucci Gang. Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. <laughs> have you have you seen the, the, the meme about like the new World War Three? It shows Gen Z, you know, getting into helicopters, yes. flying over the fields, the rice fields of Vietnam. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci yeah. gang, Gucci Gang. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I think did Cameron said that. I think Cameron said well, that. He, it was some kind of meme, yeah, that he said, but it was like something along the lines of And it was I mean it that was funny. And like Flying over the rice patties of Vietnam. Well, and it was pretty legit. He, he said something about like a Gen Z or like sh- shoots shoots him and like as he falls, like he starts doing a, a Fortnite, Fortnite da- dance yeah. over his corpse and then yeets his corpse into a bush nearby. <laughs> yeah. No, see I mean, that it, it's awesome to actually picture that. Like, I mean, yeah. That's what just would to, to reimagine the movie Full Metal Jacket in this day and age. You know, instead of yeah. like <laughs> How can you shoot women and children? I don't know, fam. Maybe just lead them a little bit, squeeze the trigger. <laughs> I don't know, fam. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Oh my God. Do you you know, over here flossing, bro? Do, do, have you, do you know uh, Trey Kennedy? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that guy's funny. Have you seen like, like, I feel him like imitating middle schoolers? I haven't, but before we get into that, I think I've, I've pinpointed AJ's... Um, AJ's comedy scheme that he seeks after. It's wholesome. AJ likes wholesome comedy. No, I mean, I don't know why I would take offense to that. Like, that, no, no, I'm not. I'm not is, trying. To is Steve anything. Martin not clean or something? It's, I mean, I don't know if he's not clean or anything, but like, some of his stuff is iffy. Yeah. But like, well, I'm not judging Steve Martin by that. I've never listened to a I know, Steve Martin. I know. Yeah. Routine. Right. Right. Which, which like Kevin Hart, me. Kevin Hart is hilarious. Some of his stuff is off color, and you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Kevin Hart is one of the funniest people alive. Really is. Okay, listen. <laughs> Do you not think so? Mm. Is he not the type of guy you think's funny? Me and you have completely different senses of humor, and I don't know how we can sit here and laugh about stuff together. I don't get it. I mean, there are things that we <laughs> jive on, though. Like, AJ sent a text the other day, because Seth had oh, told us. My. Seth had told us. He's like, hey, listen, we have we have COVID. And I was like, hey, man, I'll, I'll be praying for you. And like, AJ. That wasn't I'm, all you said, Anthony. You said something else. I, I, I kept. You said something fairly dramatic. 
Did like, I? Hey, hey, y'all are going to get through this. Like, you just hang yeah, tough. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, no, I was just trying to be reassuring because I didn't want them to think that I was, like, worried or anything. Yeah. That was me trying to be, you know, like. It was making it seem like you were worried. I'm <laughs> sorry it read that way. That's not at all. I was like, oh, don't worry about it. That's the the vibe that I was putting off was, ah, oh, don't worry about it. You guys are going to get through this. It's not going to be that big of a deal. Because I, I, I felt like they were, I was making them worry more, you know. Yeah. But AJ goes, <laughs> AJ, AJ texts. Anthony into the Anthony adding Seth and Cynthia to the group chat. All right, guys, I'm asking for a miracle here. <laughs> and, hey guys, I got I got some friends who really need a miracle right now. <laughs> and I lost. I'm just gonna call my, call my pastor real quick. <laughs> hey, hey, <clears throat> hey, pastor. Listen, I got, I got, I got some, some friends. They're just they're they're in they're in dire straits, Pastor. <laughs> they're really they're walking through the valley of the shadow of death. I want you to know, like we need we need to pray about them in Tuesday meeting, Wednesday night, Sunday night. Right right now, it's just it's really just we're waiting it's, for a miracle. It's touch and go. <laughs> it's touch and go. <laughs> like that's but that's I was like I was like why would AJ think that I was putting out. Like I was like, that's so hilarious because, I mean, I, I I could see myself doing that, but I was like, yeah. And then you you came back with the humble thing, which was even funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, I felt like I was tacking on to your your funny, huh? But <laughs> yeah, I for people who don't know, I was I was a stupid teenager, absolutely stupid. We went to the on this mission trip, and uh, I was like, I was like. Everybody was getting up and standing. And I felt like I felt like pressure to say something in the mic, and I was like, "Listen, guys, I just felt the Lord really speaking to me about this thing. He's He's telling us to be humble, you know. I I had went up there to the microphone, made a spectacle of myself so that I could tell these people to be humble, and I was just like, okay. And Seth, if Seth hadn't pointed that out, I would have thought, oh, you know, I just did a great thing. Pat's for Anthony, you know." And, uh, well, how do you tell people to be humble without uh, without? You don't. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. But like, no, 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 no. There's a, there's a, there's a an emotional exchange. Whenever, whenever you feel like somebody needs to needs to be humble, you first off you determine if you're the person to tell them that. Yeah. And if if you are the person to tell them that, then you you tell them in the in the easiest way possible. You're just like, like from me to like Haley, we're husband and wife. We have discussions about this. And I, I would, I would approach that like, listen, Haley, I, I know this thing is really tough to deal with. I, th- this take this for what you will and be mad at me if, if you want, but you may need to be a little bit more humble about it. So was that all you said? Was this- that's not how I said it. I said it, and Seth probably took it the way that it was intended to be put out. Because, like I said, I was a stupid teenager. But he goes, "It can't be what you meant, though." It wasn't. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I mean, I, I just, I, I had felt deep within me like the Lord was calling me to be humble. Yeah, and I felt like expressing that to everybody. Instead, it came out like. So I've been talking with God, and he's he's telling all you guys to be humble like me. That's how it came off, and I don't doubt for a second that it did come out like that. But like, yeah, that's 
That's where the whole humble thing comes from. Yeah, if from. we ever reference that, that's yeah. what it's from. Yeah. That's funny. And and that's what I referenced in the text message. I was like, uh, hey, hey, Cap G, it's me, Anthony, uh, praying for my friends here. And I know you're listening because I'm extremely humble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Man, we've had wild times. Anyway, yeah, we were saying, I don't know how we sit here and laugh about the same stuff. When oh, man. It's, our senses of humor are that different. Uh, what, Tyrell, what is your sense of humor? I don't even know what your sense of humor is. You think stuff's funny that I think's funny? I, I mean... Gaming culture? I mean, it's not particularly dark. You never know what Tyrell's just going to really think is funny. I never have Oh, my gosh, out. and he says things. Tyrell is a, is a very matter-of-fact, like, dry person. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. so like when he says something it's hilarious <laughs> that is true but what what about that time that uh payton locked me into that little closet thing and then was playing twist by corn underneath the door and you thought that was hilarious i don't remember that when was that on a mission trip this last year when we were staying in that house and i locked myself i was trying to sleep and i locked myself inside that little storage room and Peyton was spraying all that hairspray in there with me trying to choke oh, me out he and was it, playing twist yeah I didn't remember that I remember spraying all the stuff in there I just remember playing the music I don't <laughs> twist okay I guess I couldn't hear it because it was on the other side of the door okay, that's what well, it was Malachi said you were laughing really hard <laughs> I was laughing because of the fact of what he was doing out there he's just being he stupid he had an aerosol can of hairspray spraying Hayden. it into the into an enclosed area where I was dude Hayden could or Payton could make I mean he could make the Pope laugh dude no he could yeah. he's He's wild. He's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what he's gonna do. Oh my gosh! I haven't I haven't seen that kid in like ten years. Really? Yeah. Boy, that's sad. I need mm-hmm. to get him on the pod or something. <laughs> he got, oh he was texting me today. He uh, every now and then, out of the blue, he will text some group message that he's been in at some point. He sends one to me, Malachi and Hans. Some song and says, Hans, I think this song's right up your alley. I was like, Peyton, dude, out of left field, what, what are you doing? <laughs> he was like, hey. And then he said, uh, oh, what did he? Oh, yeah, he said, I really enjoyed, <laughs> he said, I really enjoyed watching, watching Tyrell get whipped by that West boy <laughs> in the fifth edition face off. Apparently, he oh, watched that. boy. <laughs> Oh boy! He, he, he actually watched that. Yeah, he said I enjoyed watching Tyrell get whipped by that West boy. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> and he didn't say I watched your video, nothing like that. That was all he said. <laughs> and I was like, I, I sat there and just stared at my phone. I was like, what is he talking about? <laughs> and then I finally figured it out. Oh my gosh, dude! <sighs> that West boy. That's the most. That's. That's just that's what he does though. He says the most random, stupid things yeah. that are the, just hilarious. Hey, and you could call him right now and him not answer, and you could call him tomorrow and him not answer, and call him every five minutes for two weeks and him not answer, and then three weeks later you'll get a text, just some random thing. <laughs> you just never know where he's going to pop up at or what he's going to be doing. I want to call him and act like, um, act like you know, some foreign 
person trying to, you know, sells car warranty or extend his car's warranty. Yeah, well, he'll hang up. Speaking of that, though, have you ever watched, uh, I don't know what his name is. He's on YouTube. He, like, bait, scam bait guy. Yeah. Watched one the other day. Where he was an old lady? Yeah, and yeah. he was calling him Prahlad. Yeah. <laughs> and he was getting I was that. talking to Prahlad last night. No, ma'am. I'm not no, Prahlad. I'm no Kevin. Problem. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> he was on the phone with him for like two hours or yeah. longer. Yeah, act like he went to Walmart to the Western Union to, to wire him money. And meanwhile, he was remote access to the dude's computer deleting all of his files. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Best thing I've ever watched. I watched oh the whole gosh. video. Yeah. And oh, like, like was like, you're trying to steal money from me, and and like, absolutely demolish this dude, and was like having the dude like plead with him, like, please, ma'am, I'm so sorry, please give me my files back. And she's, she's like, like, you're not no. sorry. I'm so and so, so and so. I have a certain set of skills. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I can't remember what he said. He said his name was like Victoria something. It was like four names. Yeah. You messed with the wrong woman. I have a certain set of skills. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh man, what else we got to cover next? I mean, think we. I think we've covered everything. I mean, we, the, yeah, we pretty much have. I mean, yeah. we we covered the campaign, the Skyrim for a good. We always end up talking piece. about Skyrim. I'm sorry, people. We talk about Skyrim a lot. Yeah, hey, it's a great game. See, probably that's the fine. people listening. No, we're going to talk about Skyrim, and they enjoy listening to us talk about Skyrim. I, th- I think one reason we talk about Skyrim so much is because it's so D&D-like, probably. Yeah, true. Possibly. Yeah, we always reference Skyrim. Yeah. It's like you we know. always reference SpongeBob and Lord of the Rings. I'll straight up tell you right now, though, the most D&D-like game that I've played is Final Fantasy XV. Really? Because there's dungeons, because there's D&D monsters in it. There's dungeons and dragons? I haven't seen a dragon yet. No. They're all like mind flayers and stuff, right? There's mind flayers, there's yeah. bullets. So is this one more like medieval-ish or something? Uh, no. no. Nope. Oh, okay. Drive around in like a Rolls Royce looking car. It's freaking sweet. What is this game? Final Fantasy Fifteen. You drive around in a car? I thought it was yeah. like an no, anime. I, well, like, I mean, it if, is. You, if, you, if we were playing in the Eberron setting right now, you have lightning trains and uh, all sorts of tank-like vehicles. It's futuristic and, like that? This it's one, more I can, here's steampunky. The thing, here's the thing of. about uh, Final Fantasy Fifteen: I can transform or I can, I can customize my car to be a monster truck to where it can go off-road. And of course, you can go off road on the car when it doesn't have monster truck tires, but you can damage your car, you know, yeah. and have to get it repaired, have to get it towed, and all you gotta that. You got to have more ground clearance to go off road. But what I also have right now, currently <laughs> in my bag of tricks, is uh, my car can fly. I can take off in it like a jet whenever oh, I want. Tyrell parked up at that. He loves stuff that flies and oh, that's oh, invisible. <laughs> the thing is, like, and, and there's only there's this one dungeon, it's the hardest dungeon in the game. There's no monsters in it at all. So you're driving around in a car, crawling through dungeons. Basically. You're also meeting these things called like, they're like gods, basically. And you can summon them. One's name is Titan. One's name is Rama. Titan is of Earth. Rama is of Lightning Sky. But the one that I absolutely love is Leviathan. And it shows you the scale of these monsters to your person. And I need, it. there's also like Shiva, who is this ice, you know, goddess, and then Ifrit, who's a fire god. And Ifrit, uh, Ifrit. he's evil. Of course it is. 
What what is that based on? Ifrit are uh, they're the one of the race of the uh, uh, genies in D and D that are the fire genies, and yep. they are evil. They're lawful evil. One second, I'm going to show you a scale of Leviathan to to a person. Uh, Strange man. Yeah, oh man, but it's so, so cool. I seen in the uh, the uh, Demon Souls trailer that one of the newer ones they released. Yeah. There's actually a creature, I guess in like this like laboratory type thing you have to go through in one part of it. That is very, very mind flare like. Like they even have like the whole tentacles and octopus head and everything, you know. And they use like a like a sonic blast type thing, like paralyze you for a few seconds and they'll run over there to you and like grab you and like suck your face into their tentacles and start eating your face off. Ew. Yeah. They're just like my players. That's terrible. Oh man, I'm glad to think something like that don't actually <laughs> exist in this realm anyway. Have you seen the trailer for Baldur's Gate 3? That one where the guy goes through like an advanced form of uh, ceremophosis? No. Uh-uh. I'll look that up and I'll show that to you guys here in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to. I'll have to. I'll have to show you what this looks like. What Final Fantasy? Yeah, what what Leviathan looks like oh, okay. in person. Like, I'll have to show you here in just a minute because I'm just so engrossed in it right now. Well, anyway. Anyway. Are we shutting this thing down? Yeah, I reckon it's about that time. My wife has texted me six times about how I lied. Oh, what did you say? I said I won't be there long. I'll be home by seven probably. <laughs> Here it is eight o'clock. Here it is eight o'clock. Yeah, we're at two forty-three. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so we're signing off. This was a bit of a uh, extended episode because mm-hmm. we're not going to be putting anything out for a while. So. Right, but listen, guys, listen. If there's, how do they contact us, AJ? They comment on our videos I, on Facebook. Do they? Yeah, they can go to Facebook. I, I, what are we on Facebook? The Commoners. And uh, at Commoners Official, if you search that, you'll find us. Also on Instagram, at The Commoners Official. Can they DM us? They can Instagram? send us a DM on Absolutely. Instagram. Listen, guys, if there's something you would like us to bring up during our Say It in Common, during Common Life, uh, on the consoles, Seth's Movie Minute, or during the Commoners campaign, if you have any, if you have any questions about keeping it common, any of these topics, you give us a DM. You Fire know, it in. We we are open to to our listeners. We want we want to hear from you guys. What do you want to hear from us? Because you know we're just a bunch of burnouts. You know. Yeah, we're just like chilling. Yeah. Cold chilling. Yeah. Right. New boot goofing. New boot goofing all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, you can also, uh, if you uh, are a patron. For Tiger Skull RPG, you can uh, talk on the uh, Tiger Skull Discord, and Seth's on there. So you can talk to Seth directly if you would like. Absolutely. Not trying to, you know, like, uh, what do you call that? Like, commandeer the Tiger Skull Discord. But No, of course not. I'm trying to get Tiger Skull RPG some business mm-hmm. by saying, hey. Check him out. Seth's on the Discord. Yeah. <laughs> you still have to pay. So anyway, uh, yeah, go support Tiger Skull RPG on patreon and look at their stuff preferably instagram go give them a follow and also give us a follow and uh go check us out on youtube if you haven't already at the commoners official on there or uh no we're just the commoners on there 
But go check out 5th Edition Faceoff. We should have uh, round two coming soon. Six classes left. Who will be the last one standing? Mm. <laughs> the way to close it. That's it. Hey, y'all. Take care. Be safe. We love you. Merry Christmas. Bye.